I want to say I was thinking about something completely different when that came. Oh, out. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with uh with with Becky. Well, you big time beef and Bex. <laughs> broccoli, broccoli beef and Bex. <laughs> For real, beef and broccoli, Becky. I'm bruh, bruh. How? Oh, but you didn't see WWE uh, Instagram. Shout out to our friends in the in the social media department over there. Put out um, it's it's like an eight second clip, but it looked like it's from a documentary or something. But it's asking it asked uh, Becky Lynch what she thought of Charlotte Flair. She had a one word response. Care to guess what that word was? Mid. <laughs> No, that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> if she, what do you think about Charlotte Flair? Mid. She said, mid. <laughs> mid. Is the mid still selling? I'm sorry. Uh, hell, I'm, I'm hell, sorry, bro. Our, <laughs> our version is funnier than what she actually said because what she said, it was generic. <laughs> so it's mid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, te- technically, technically, you are correct, but no, it was the uh, it was of the female dog variety. Bitch. Yeah. Wow. What do you think, of Charlotte Flair? Bitch. I'm like, but y- but y'all did this like hours after they already been beefing online. So there's <laughs> there can't like. Nah, I, there's no way somebody up there is clever enough for this all to be a work. It's making this match must see because you got to see if somebody gonna get live. Yo, we gonna see live rounds get thrown on on the cock. <laughs> we're so we're too childish for for these words, sir. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Yo, this is from uh, courtesy of the Public Enemies podcast. Uh, hold hold on, check this out. How do you feel about some of the things that he has said and written? Um, look, I, uh, I, I, I saw that tweet. Yeah. The one that you're referring to, and the one that I'm kind of referring to, and I looked at it, and I wrote out a response that would have really been quite biting, and and I, and, I, and I deleted it and I let it go because I think it's really sad because this is a legend. At one point, who's now this legend, 16 world time world champion, Ric Flair is is now uh, je- jealous of me, and that's it's, it's cool. It's cool for me. Oh my god! Um, oh man! And and is now trying to use me to get clout. Oh you know, my god! To promote god. whatever he has oh. going on next because he's dug himself into a hole with other things. So. Um, <laughs> So I kind of just be, was like, "Don't ah, be that guy." Let me let me <laughs> let me let him out of it because it's kind of be that kind of sad. You know, it's it's kind of sad. He's pretty pretty. It, anyway. it is that it is kind of sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't be don't be that guy. I'm sorry. Don't be a man. <laughs> don't be the man. Oh my! That's, that's funny. That's funny shit. I mean. We already know what's up. Like we know what it is. Nobody here is confused. Okay, shit. If, if it's the Hatfields and McCoys, let's get active then. The that's, that's just it. The, like, if we hadn't already had an all cap recap, this episode would be that because 
the cap is so ignorant right on this right like so so the, 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 that that con that um uh, conversation from becky was from the recent things and like for whatever reason and this this leads me to believe that a lot more of this with uh with charlotte is has some truth to it is like you know flair when when richard flair because that's how we, that's how we refer to him on the show now uh when richard flair got out of his legends deal and got out of his active talent contract with like what is he um did he have a no compete which I'm sure he did. But. So that that begs that begs the question because less than 30 days after the release from WWE, he ended, he ended up at uh, uh, Triple A, Triple Mania, and went to tri went to Triple Mania and then ended up on NW, uh, the NWA pay per view. Yes, that's right. He was he was at which, 73 NWA 73. Yes. To which I feel like he he's in the speech. He felt like I felt like he shouted out Vince and, and said Vince made it possible for him to be here. Type situation. But everybody, all the powers that be, trips included. But you done got cut loose like this, and you, you belong. You, he got you got belonged to the streets. Yeah, which I mean, you wanted out because obviously you had another play. That and then dark side of the ring happens, and now you know Charlotte reportedly is at odds with with a lot of shit that's going on, and Stanford, like they tend to do, if if your transgressions get too far out of pocket. They'll wipe the slate clean on your ass until you get it fixed. <laughs> which apparently has happened. Like, with, good try, Terry. It happened with good try, Terry. They removed him from the Hall of Fame. Get him out the paint. You know, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't CM Punk's 434 happen during the removal? Nah, he hit 434 before uh before he got pulled from anything that's, that was an active thing because 20 2015 or oh, was it 2014 2014 was when punk left february 2014 was when punk left and yeah he and, left after the royal rumble like his he was he wasn't champ at that point no 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 not okay so okay so but okay now hold on so let's see here let me let me do my googles on good try terry um but, but go, go ahead go ahead uh, yeah, while you're doing the Googles, it's just it's a it's a normal practice for them to wipe wipe the hard drive on your ass. Yeah, but apparently press delete. He feel, yeah, he feels some type of way about it. Yeah, it was twenty. Again. It was twenty fifteen. So okay, so Punk leaves in fourteen. So you're right. The four thirty four happens under uh, well before all of this nonsense comes out with good criteria. So I mean, right. so but regardless, what. When, because I thought the uh, the 434 happened in spite of, not in lieu of. You nah, see what I'm saying? Nah, he he had already got the 434. Yeah, he had he already had the 434. So that that's. Good I, I don't even remember who was in in mid reign. It had to be like Lesnar. Well, hold on. Heavyweight champion was. That's a great question. What during Punk's 434? No, no, no. Immediately after. If, so if we're talking 2015, that's probably Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth didn't beat Punk for the title. Then I'm it, talking then, about who, who took it off him, and then who he get it from subsequently after that. The Rock beat him. Wow. Oh, that's right. That's right. To set up the, uh, the, the Rock Cena versus shit. Cena two yep. for the title. 
Jesus. Though that should tell you how much we care about some of those hot shot at WrestleMania angles. <laughs> Fucking lost consciousness. Like, dude, that never happens. We went to sleep. I'm a, I'm a stat machine, ho. Like, if, if I would have told, if I would have asked you, run down the main event for WrestleMania 2014. No, remember, I've done that. Right. So that's, 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 what I'm, that's what I'm saying. If I would have told you this, that, we would have had our answer. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. So we we just we should have used new math, it's not not Steiner math. Yeah, mm. I had a thirty three and three chart, thirty three and one third chance of getting that question right. Definitely not Chompa math or Breaker math, mm. Bruh. <laughs> Oh man, sleep behind the wheel like e motherfucker. Either way, math models is real. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Richard Flair out here trapping like real heavy because, you know, he's still doing his um, autograph party pre pre WrestleMania party thing, like right across the street from the stadium, like they did the last time WrestleMania at, was at, here. Uh, at, at Fishbones. Uh, it might be. That that was the spot. It was Fishbones. That's the spot they got the tent that that doubles the uh, the the seating space yeah, on the outside. Where they normally do the uh, the game passes or whatever. Like, yeah. they'll bring people in on the tour bus, feed them, have them watch the game literally as close to the stadium as you can get without being on the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, probably so. But Did yeah, they change it? Hold on. Did they change it? It was called... Okay, it is fish bone, but I, I see something that says boiling tail. Is that something new over there? I haven't been over that area in a long time. Even when I go over there, I don't pay attention to shit. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't, you know how you pass through certain places and you notice when something news popped up. Right, like right, that, right. That little small, well, not small, but that section of of Arlington, like it's it's so congested. I wouldn't notice shit new unless you took something away. <laughs> this is a fact. Well, I think I think Fishbone is gone unless they moved it because in the spot moved it or changed the name. Yeah, in that spot is Boiling Tail. That's the only spot near the stadium that has enough capacity to put uh, to put tents in the back. Then that that's probably um, they just changed the name. Then yeah, they had. To. But but my whole point about it was like everything's still popping. Ain't nothing stopped for him. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now and this is where on the cool I can kind of fuck with with Richard Fleer about this. What is the first thing they always say when an athlete gets in trouble about how they conduct themselves? If you don't come out and outright refuse it, it's a bad look. Like we've heard that hundreds of times. It's it's um, your boy SAS. He he kind of swears by that. Like, and then even in our own conversation, it's like, what's the difference between a lie and the truth? A lawsuit. lawsuit. What in the court of public opinion, this is the equivalent of a lawsuit. We actually have B footage with um, Jerry Bostic and and us talking about this very thing as it relates to said cancel culture. And we've said it before, too. Like, we're not jumping off the deep end on this because we're not condoning the behavior. But what we're saying is this stuff is going overboard for this situation because a the parties that be are still the parties that be B the there's no lawsuit so we can we can hang up all allegations because no one not one side is suing one way or the other and then tv made this whole thing fresh again and even though it's like 20 plus years old but 
the way Richard Fleer is conducting himself, and what I mean by conducting himself is you see his his energy on social media is way up about defending his brand and defending his name. His energy on on a new you know um, new podcast platform, same way. What he's not or, what he's not doing though, he's not giving any energy to that whole dark side episode at all. Of of course not, because it's like that. <laughs> what what would we call that? That's the. It's not even deflection. He's literally watching the wind pass him. It yeah, it's like okay, you play Mike Tyson's punch out. It's like you can't afford to get hit by Tyson. You have to move. He can't afford to get hit by Dark Side of the Ring episode plane ride from hell. <laughs> like there's there's no blocking that. You can't put your arms up and try to block that punch. You're gonna turn pink. <laughs> you, you don't have enough. E- you don't have enough XP to defend that blow. Nobody has enough XP to defend that blow. You have to bob and weave. But he his energy is high right now about defending his name, legacy, and his brand. And I can't be mad at him for it because if I was accused and I was innocent, then I'd be I'd have that same energy. So in in that respect, I can see why he's doing it. It's just the fact that his equity in the community of the internet where you know it's not a real place but people i guess hand out real sentences mhm <laughs> <laughs> hold on man i wasn't i wasn't ready to, i wasn't ready for the for the triggers just yet but that that one right there quotable i'm just saying you know every now and again these just spill out cuz that wasn't rehearsed listen but, I, I i don't even uh all this started from <laughs> a character uh, playing down another character. Um, let me let me even go further than that. A female character using to her advantage millennial influence and gender fluidity mm-hmm. to categorize herself as a character, while spiting another character whose daughter she's real life beefing with, and the aforementioned character. Bringing this character to life, allegedly (laughs) real life beefing. Allegedly, allegedly, yes. But 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 again, (laughs) this this, a character is capping on a character for a character making himself a character. You got out of the rain by standing on my porch. So, from from what I have been seeing, there's there's teases of litigation from the original character. But the original character has threatened this once before. Like, this isn't the first time that that there's been interaction about the name the man. No, no, no. No, no. This, but to to go out and actually verbalize some thoughts, and and while while we're talking about the character, the character assassination in uh, in kayfabe and in real life simultaneously, that's different energy. I it th- is. But I really is, but, go ahead. But there, there was some tongue-in-cheek shit said even the first time. Like if you, if we do our Googles and pull up the first time Flair was out of, you know, kind of outside himself about the man being used as a moniker and him not being compensated. Like, didn't that lead to him getting a bag? Like, okay, well, we'll just bring you back in on this type of deal, and we're basically paying you for the. It's all. It's basically a rental. 
Like, we'll keep you on payroll to rent this name so we don't have to go through any litigation. This the, ener this the energy that Richard Fleer is bringing right now. Beanie Siegel came out recently and said that Kanye West, now known as Ye, owes him $50 million. No, no, no. Beans didn't say that. Okay, okay. Be okay. Yeah. Be 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 Bean Beans did say that he that Ye owes him for coming up with his nickname. Not even that. So Kanye said said uh Beans is who gave me the name. I'm still trying to give him some money. Beans won't take it. And then Ye put a number on it and said, I'll give you 50 million. And which and, which and, yeah, and and percentage in Yeezy <laughs> in the basically in the shoes. So it, I mean that's like that's generational wealth he gave. Yes, and that's for, like for he, he that's on the cool. He gave the gift of generational wealth. However, Beans made the announcement like on stage at some club. I think he was with like ASAP Rocky or some. Then a couple of days later, a story comes out where Saint Beans is like, "You don't owe me nothing." Which I'll be like, "Okay, cool. But you don't owe me nothing. But give it here." Yeah, yeah, run it, run it. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Hold your word. This, uh, this ain't even about, you know, paying for the nickname. I'm trying to hold you to your word. All right, so Suave, so check this out. I'm taking a broken pistol booking company uh, and putting another host in its place while I sit here and produce it from the back, right? You're no pause. You're nowhere involved with this. Strap strap it to the moon. We got a Joe Rogan deal on, uh, on Spotify, right? Now... Mm -hmm. You you be like you know this that's a good look for you that's a good look for you Wood and I'm like you know what this ain't nothing, this is nothing without Suave I'm, I'm gonna give Suave fifty million dollars and five percent of the of the brand say no more and I, I and, and and all and all of the uh, and all of the mechanicals from the uh, from, from the uh, from the merchandise sales bearing the uh, the logo because he created it mm -hmm. and even if it is twenty years later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that for my guy, but I'm, I'm but I'm gonna say that my, but, my mini my mini me will enjoy it if I don't. <laughs> Man, you you gotta think past you like that the the RNS code that people like to apply every time they need a discount oh man there it is right there every every time you need a discount on some shit you do you apply that RNS uh, gift code but <laughs> put it in the like, box but you got a coupon <laughs> RNS exactly exactly like skip all that my babies can use this this ain't just about me yeah so if you would call it RNS to turn it down like man it ain't nothing like look it really ain't nothing and if but if I'm but I but I'd be damn if I let it walk walk, walk me by. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, don't be kicking yourself in the ass like the guy who didn't buy Mac Microsoft stock way back when. <laughs> you didn't buy you didn't buy any Macintosh. Like you wasn't outside when the Macintosh was popping. I'm not driving past my house that I built and not asking for a key and at least a bedroom. That's something I, I need this new generation to understand. Like y'all be, it'd be a lot of people asking for their bills paid, and they don't understand the, the the point of view of people slightly older than them about what the ramifications of that are. Like, <laughs> like I'm not me personally. I'm not paying rent nowhere. I don't have a key. If I if I rented office space, I would expect to have a key and have some access to where I can get to my office space. If I'm Paying for you know an additional condo, 
I'm going to have a key for it or a summer home. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm buying a car, I have a key to it. You see, like, when... <laughs> When you accept someone's money, you are also accepting their input, whether you want to or not. You don't you don't have to like it, but you are going to accept it. <laughs> you you finna get this work. <laughs> like that's just that's just hey in the, in the spirit of Ron Washington, that's how baseball go. <laughs> like what you what you not finna do is is no, not me. <laughs> Now, well, somebody else might acquiesce to those demands, but I'm not negotiating with terrorists. Yo, listen. Let me, you will release the hostage. Let me hit the flex real quick. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm to table, Localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken pencil logic. You stay classy, internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm not even going uh, to entertain <laughs> too much. Uh, of 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 the intro, my good man, tis the season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gang banging, <laughs> smoking that smoke, rolling that dope. Gang banging. If you ain't on the good one, shame uh, on you. <laughs> You're on vacation listening to uh, us, and we appreciate you. We about to give you some laughs. We about to give oh, you some man. wrestling news. We got a we got a RIP for you, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, all bullshit aside, we go. We, we not. I'm not turning down the music in the background for this one. It didn't need to happen, but it did. And uh, we're dedicating this show to the memory of the uh, of the great one, Young Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Dolph. And that's the crazy. That's really some crazy shit. For because for the over the last couple episodes, I have said that kind of frequently. Yeah. It's Dolph. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. Not not too much really needs to be said about that, man. He was uh, there's an interview that he's got with Chuck Creekmer that if it's not on uh, social media and in, in the internet world yet, it will be soon. So um, it, it, you'll learn a lot about that young man and and what he what his visions were, regardless of. His alleged involvements and whatnot. He was actually this new this new generation of Memphis. One thing Memphis always had was the ability to to want to give back to his community, and very few actually gave back in a public setting. But you always had the one thing Suave and I've always preached to younger uh, aspiring people in the rap industry is go the fuck away from where you're from because you will never make it in your city. Before you make it somewhere else, there, mantra. There are two exceptions to this rule that we have seen. Three, if you really want to keep it a buck: Detroit, L.A., and Oakland. Those are those three places are anomalies when it comes to music. Actually, I can add a fourth: Houston. Yeah, I was gonna say and it's all about being a self-sustaining um, entertainment community. Yeah, yeah. And not a lot of places have that. But uh, there are places that, you know, 
will support their own once they get to a certain level. The ecosystem in those in those markets, like I, we can credit in Houston, anyone from Screw to Rap a lot. I mean, you can like we'd spend the whole show making that mixtape. Yeah, like for real. Uh, Detroit, Esham was the godfather for all that. Um, and if you want to go back, you know, along with Esham, Rock Bottom. Uh, if we want to go to Oakland. Th- there's only one name, Too Short. If you want to go Bay Area, there's only one name, E40. St. Charles ran North- Northern California. Um, and in L.A., it's a catch as catch can. There are people in L.A. that we'll never hear who are who are doing that self-sustainable stuff. Problem got out of L.A. from being up and, being up L- and down up and down the state of California because I mean Richmond is is self self sustaining in that's, its support. Of that's its where artists. Master P launched uh, uh, No Limit was in Richmond, California. Same with Sacramento. That's uh, uh, Sacramento. We, who we have uh, uh, my, my man Fab, Mister Fab, Fabby Davis. You see uh, what I'm saying? Uh, what, what's what's the boy Brother Lynch hung? Which which um. On the twentieth of November, he and him and Sia Collective had a um, a pop up. Who, Mister Fab? Yeah. Oh he man. The shoe. I, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the visuals. I, on I, that. I, I need to get. I haven't talked to Fabby in years. I mean, I, and that, that was one of the guys that I got super cool with on Twitter, and we actually end up having like a really, a really cool uh, kinship, if you will, uh, through through social up. media. Yeah, Fabby's Fabby's a dope dude. And sh- shout out to Legend Gary too. But yeah, anyway. Um, Self-sustained ecosystems. Memphis, uh, Memphis was a tape was a tape city back in the nineties, and you got out of Memphis, but you got these deals like Triple Six had a deal with uh, with Relativity, um, and then even uh, uh, Selecto Hits. Selecto Hits was huge, and they're based out of Memphis. Uh, Bruh, I can't tell you how many music conferences I've sat in when Selecto Hits was in the building and that conversation had to be had with a room full of people. Here's a funny story for you. You probably don't even know this. So do you have you ever heard of the group Marksman, the Marksman or the St. Marksman? Not ringing a bell. OK, there was an album was a double CD that was put out on Selecto Hits called Marksman Cinema, M-A-R-X-M-E-N, Marksman Cinema. It was none other than M-O-P on Selecto oh, Hits. If you if you need that, I'm going to send that to you. L- listen, easily, easily their best, com- com- their best uh, uh, cohesive total work. They have oh man. I, I would. There's one song I want to play on here so bad, that, but if I do it, I can guarantee you we're getting clipped. That's <laughs> that's how blank. Sorry, sorry. We <laughs> we learned that lesson back in season one, and we never made that mistake again. Listen. So what I would like to get you to do is to take your finger off of the trigger, <laughs> and and we're gonna we're gonna move forward with some, with some more whatnots. Like what else we got on this agenda? What, yeah. What, what, what we doing? We we we, we, we could talk ecosystems and uh, and how people are built all day long and things that people do to get back to their cities. But once again, the whole reason why we brought that up was because we lost uh, we lost another rap soldier in uh, in Young Dolph. So this show is dedicated to the memory of love of Young Dolph. Like him or not. We, Please we, seek out as much Young Dolph material and content as you can. So lit- you, can you can get better uh, acquainted with his mindset, as well as you know, stream a lot of the music because apparently, um, 
he has a better situation than most. Bro, Let's just put it that way. In, Empire has put on, and uh, friend of the show, friend of the family, uh, Agalada Don. Um, Agalada has a situation with Empire where he's been putting out tons of music over the last 10 years, and uh, he's setting himself up to live nicely. Um, he actually, sorry about him. He was so tired once when he went to, I want to say he was in L.A. He was he goes back and forth between L.A. and, and, and Miami, but he's originally from Brownsville. And um, he he ended up uh, in L.A. checking into a hotel and went to sleep and had his backpack on a uh, on one of those trolleys, one of those, uh, you know, the carts, the, ho- uh, the, the bag carts at the hotel. And somebody sold his backpack with, with his hard drive, laptop, all that stuff in it within weeks he was able to recover from a royalty check. You may not respect who that man is, but you're going to respect that right there because he ain't stopped making music. Um, and that's courtesy of Empire. So, um, yeah, they're, they're setting people up and then and Dolph, Dolph uh, hit, hit the, the streaming royalties will continue to, to fork in for quite some time. So for his children, they'll be fine. Um, not, not, not without their father, but monetarily, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, money money does not replace um, the people person. or no. memories. Mm-mm, not at all. But I mean, it, it's better to have those memories and have some uh, some monetary gain than to have those memories and be flat broke. <laughs> Boys, spitting gems right there. So yeah, born in the eighties, crack baby. <laughs> Yo, Yo, DJ in the strip club. I don't I don't I don't think people understand how live. A function can get when you play that record and you just cut the music off right at that part because everybody gonna say it. Everybody, <laughs> even the bartender. Jeezy got a couple songs like that. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! What was I looking for? I was looking for something here online. Uh, anyway, let me. We we doing too much. Um, what we got on the agenda, Suave? Uh, truth be told, I think we're winging it around. <laughs> uh, We've already talked about the man and the man. Well, well, well wishes to um, well wishes to uh, Jr. Um, a couple skin cancer issues, but he's he's getting things taken care of. So hopefully, um, he doesn't have to miss any time. Jr. Jrsbbq.com support. Yeah, I want I want to see what these sauces and and, and uh, seasonings is hitting for. See if he really you know know his shit. But um, he from Oklahoma, yeah, just, he better know his shit. I mean, you know, there's people from everywhere. And I'm glad you're not one of these uh, super Texas snobs that doesn't appreciate <laughs> uh, a, Texas, a good Texas sauce. Barbecue snob. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't stand a Texas barbecue so, a snob that don't appreciate a good sauce. Like you know, it ain't it ain't where you from. You know what I'm saying? Like. Be be able to appreciate condiments as they as they are presented for your uh for your taste buds. Well, with someone as a shoe collection as diverse as mine, you have to know that I like all sorts of flavors. <laughs> so I mean, flavor. You know, it, it's, it's in the it's in the manual. <laughs> this is a fact. Oh, um, you, re- you read my Carfax or flip through my handbook. <laughs> that, that's probably somewhere in the first five pages. Survivor Series twenty twenty one. Um. Yeah. About that. <laughs> a 
let's just let's just get into it. Uh, on was this on the pre-show we had Shinsuke Nakamura, your Intercontinental Champion, versus the U.S. Champion Damian Priest. Why is this on the pre-show? Especially, we called it too. We said you're gonna see Punishment Martinez. That's that's exactly who showed up. We knew what was gonna happen. Why is it on the pre-show? And why was it not a five star? Like, man, I hate to, I, I don't even want to do that. Why was it not a better match? Oh, I because know why. I know why. I know why. Because you yeah. had the rock star and spandex version of a non-speaking Leo Rush on the outside playing guitar, strumming don't, Shinsuke. Don't, don't put that on Leo like that. Don't do that. Don't no. do that. No. That, you, you remember Van Hammer? That's who that is. <laughs> well, why why are they playing uh, Bill and Ted uh, Wayne's World guitar licks on the outside getting Shinsuke back to health? It was like Mario eating a mushroom. I want that bullshit to stop immediately. Let that be the first and only time you play guitar at ringside during a match period or to fire up Shinsuke Nakamura. Stop that shit right now. The end result was exactly what it needed to be, which is Damian Priest snapping the damn guitar over his knee and hitting Rick Booz with the blunt end of a, of a splinter in the throat. Why couldn't we just get a strong style match with a real winner? Cause, cause there are sections of that match where you get strong style and you just have two people fighting. I like when wrestlers fight. We should put that on a shirt. <laughs> That's merch. Uh, hey, we gonna we gonna open this store the top of the year. We, soon, we need come, to have this store ready. Coming soon to a net near you. Kicking off the pay per view, which <laughs> shout out to Culture Ace. Yeah, yes, sir. Yo, fam. Yeah. So. The, fu- the funny thing is, I'm about to tell you what the first match of the actual pay per view was. What the deal? But it's fu- before I get into that though. How funny is it that The Rock didn't show up? That's part of it. But how funny is it that what was reported to be the main event is the is the curtain jerker? Who reported it? The same jerk ass that be reporting all the false shit that we that people pay attention to, and then wonder why it didn't come to fruition. Oh, that's Cap. <laughs> that's Cap. Like you know better. You you know better. Those type of people are. That's all they do is they bring Cap lids. New era. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> Motherfucker need a major league baseball sponsorship. I don't understand how people like this end up famous. Not, I do, but I non boss Cap. That's the name. Non boss Cap. Oh, bro. Like, how many times do you have to get it wrong before they let you stop answering the question? Like, <laughs> remember being in school <laughs> and the teacher would ask a question and one person raises their hand, gives the wrong answer. Raise their hand again, gives another wrong answer. Again. And then there's a someone else answers it correctly. Then there's another question. The same, same routine starts over again. To the point where the teacher will stop looking in your direction. Every time calling on you every time we see the name the only thing we can think of is how wrong is this cap (laughs) there's no i don't think how wrong is this i don't think who the source is i think this is cap Cap. (laughs) this is motherfucking cap whatever it is is wrong or it's out of order or the shit's gonna get changed an hour later i'm good women's women's titles uh not up for grass but the women's champions are head going head up becky lynch the man versus Chick Flair. 
this had an air of real danger. <laughs> there was a whole lot of real, real going and, on. And that is what I loved about it because it had an air of real danger. That, uh, what, what do we say? Taking liberties Facts. Er, early and often. And it wasn't so, as much as so many liberties being taken, but you could tell like the lumber was being laid in. This was very uh, <laughs> stone pit bull-ish. Potato soup, if you will. Minoru Suzuki-ish. <laughs> it, oh, if you really, if you really want some uh, some hella no cap on this one, very Chick Flairish, recent era Chick Flairish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they even worked some of the same spots from the Nia Jax match, like the the trading slaps, the arm bar into the power bomb, like all of that. And I can't help but, but think, but I, Nia was the other one doing it. I can't help but think that this is the exit strategy like like there are so many small things that just look like the people backstage weren't happy and the facial expressions from chick flair she Did left you smiling see becky and lynch when she walked out yeah it was <laughs> when when becky walked out the look on her face said they had just finished beefing in gorilla <laughs> it was it, it was big pissed <laughs> big pissed. <laughs> not even not on some heel shit. It was just like some big, oh, big pissed. Big pissed. Toddler mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she big, big pissed. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like no, no. All cap, all cap aside, I could absolutely see why this could have been the main event because. This had more buzz around it than any other match because you didn't know how it was going to go. I just, it, it may have had the most buzz, but I don't think it had more star power than the main event, which we'll get to later on here in a second. Well, actually, not even later on, but here shortly. Because <laughs> the card ain't that long. It ain't that, right. <laughs> so so I'll save my thought for the rest of that till we get there. All right. So we had uh, on the men's side, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for Raw. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley versus SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus. Um, this this had glimpses of greatness, but at the same time, it it, it meant nothing. On to the okay. ne- on to the next. Are we gonna we gonna dip on them like that? That's sort of disrespectful. I mean, why not? Because like there was really like okay. I tell you what. Instead of going through it quickly, I'll, I'll we'll do this as a way to quick quick fast forward through that match. You name each competitor, I'll play word association. Rollins. Ham. Mm. Balor. Forgotten. <laughs> KO. Count out. <laughs> Future endeavors. <laughs> uh, uh, Bobby Lashley. Dominant. Austin Theory. Um, Prodigy. And take the SmackDown. McIntyre. Stale. Jeff Hardy. Elder. Elder Legendary. Yeah. That too. Happy Corbin. Wasted. Sheamus. Consistent. King Woods. Oh. 
no disrespect railroaded and no disrespect to King Woods the only thing I can say for him right now is and it's not even his fault I mean he's railroaded and I feel like they hot shotted the um, they hot shotted the payoff for him and Reigns to feed him to feed Reigns versus Biggie now you can write this wrong if you just double back and Woods is in the main event against Reigns for day one. I'll be okay with that, but Woods needs some retaliation, which he's got hey, none. Where is he from? Uh, Atlanta, from GA? Atlanta? Atlanta yeah. GA. Is he from? He's from Atlanta for he, real. He's from ATLANTAGA is where he stayed. Man, just send me a fucking direct deposit already. <laughs> cut, cut, the, cut this bullshit out. Like, I. We at the we at the broken pencil foundation, cause we out here is supporting you motherfuckers through these tough times. Hold on. For an, yeah, for a nominal fee, soon to be soon, a phenomenal fee. I will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on your plate. <laughs> too easy bro too- I'm, I'm just saying like come on like this stuff is just too easy and I'm sure that somebody there is not thinking about it Woods is from Atlanta the next pay-per-view is in Atlanta because we're not doing TLC this year it's just day one oh. everything from here on out is pushing towards day one alright then we got uh, oh so your, your winner and your sole survivor is going to be Seth Rollins from Team Raw um he, he really be trying to make that gimmick work, but I, I think he doesn't even know what this shit's supposed to be anymore. We're and, a long way from Monday Night Messiah, and we're off into, like, Joker territory. I don't know what the fuck we're doing right now. I got a phone call earlier in the week from one Petty Messiah. When I saw his number come across my phone, the first thing I did was ask him, are you calling for your apology? Because I'm about to give it to you. And I wouldn't be a man if I didn't apologize for things that I have done wrong. Thing he, is, I don't think you can tell the people why you're apologizing. Oh, I cannot. But just know that Petty Messiah has said some very choice words about the street prophets who I, who I <laughs> up until this point, affectionately have ca- called the uh, state property chain gang mm-hmm. that now takes on an entirely new meaning so much so I could never call them that again look they they still want hundo with me just because of our social media interaction but they they have really put they've really put my guys in some super questionable <laughs> Woke fan, woke wrestling fans are not happy with you right now. Just know that. Uh, with me? No, with the Street Profits. Man, look, everybody got a job. Everybody, especially with motherfuckers oh, losing their oh, jobs. Oh, is that right? <laughs> everybody got a job that they got to do when they get to work. Now, if if you just get called off work, that's something different. But when you go to work, you got a job to do. What are we talking and, about? What are we talking about? WWE got the Street Profits out here slanging pizzas like a Ninja Turtle. 
as as the intro for a 25 man battle royal which became nothing more than an overly elaborate pizza hut commercial so much so that in the middle of the match you had our truth roll out the ring and try to hand he got some pizza you know who, who he reminded me of when he rolled out the ring and got that pizza who that remember the movie crush groove not well enough for this conversation but yes oh you'll remember this because a whole video came from this one scene when the fat boys went to Sabaro <laughs> and and buff love got that pizza <laughs> he was licking his lips and about to dig in it was like he's about to have the time of his life with this pizza that wait 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 is that crush is that crush groove or yeah, is that disorderly that is crush groove all you can eat came because he, he does Wait, because he does the same thing in disorder. The same thing, the, he, the exact same thing in disorder. Yes, but it came from Crush Groove, and it was it was just because he was the big, huggable, lovable character that he was. And gotcha. I I just happen to remember Disorderlies a little vividly than Crush Groove. Yeah, yeah don't same. ask me why. It's just part of my childhood. Yeah, it's, it's, and then it was a great movie. To this day, it, it still holds up. But yes, the exact same move. <laughs> I digress. That's hilarious. Um, But yeah, like, okay. So tell me about these gratuitous ad placements. Like, we couldn't just shoot a commercial for Pizza Hut like we like Have we, we been doing with Snickers and Sonic? Have a live... Yeah, like they've done, they did Snickers. I believe they did Sonic. They did, they did Sonic, yep. Cricket Wireless. Cricket, yep. What else are they, were they doing commercials for? Uh, uh, speed stick, M- Mattel, or Old Spice, Mattel for the for the uh, for the wrestling <laughs> for the uh, more for, for the action figures, but they, they they do live commercials backstage for that too, or did Old, Old Spice? Yep. And I'm like, you you couldn't just do a pre tape like that. You had to do a live live to tape. Well, not even live to tape. A live live streaming commercial with these people carrying pizza like oh bro this the, I mean, your winner you your winner see. your winner is omos for the battle royal but of follow, course why but, not but following the match there's a table in the middle two of the, tables uh, two tables full of pizzas in the aisle and dawkins and ford take the pizza out the box and fling slices with, into the crowd. Into the crowd with Ford has on a glove that he wrestled in, the white glove he wrestled in, and, and is taking slices of pizza and throwing it. A couple things. Here. The, the Michael Jackson glove. Couple things here. COVID rules be damned. Yeah, Let's pa- start with fuck that. Fuck a pandemic. What's a pandemic? Two. What's a, what's a king to a god? <laughs> boom. The other thing is, if I got on my fresh, fresh. And a non-premium seat, and a random slice of pizza gets flown all over my fly shit. I'm gonna have a real life problem with that. I mean, that's an L you gonna have to take. Cause they, you're right. You you're not gonna be you're, able, right. you're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be able to speak to nobody about dry cleaning. Ain't nobody gonna entertain you at all. You just either gonna have to have your head on a swivel, your hands up, ready for combat, or Cap Cap would be me saying I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do something about it. But the bottom line is, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like I told you about the the, the way the way the, uh, the the boost from the range to the, the next stratosphere. I, I ain't gonna do shit. 
And, and <laughs> I meant to I meant to message you back about that. You gotta you gotta say you ain't gonna do shit. Why you ain't? You ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fire shit right there. Fire. Um, <laughs> fire, fire, fire. Let's get through this. Uh, your Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Once again, Usos taking an L when it doesn't matter, when it doesn't hurt them. I don't. Uh, that this they they have got to be the most bulletproof tag team in the world. I'm going to start calling the Usos marital sex because they are unprotected. <laughs> and they don't even need it. Because they all they got to do but is stand still. next to you. I know. I agree. I think, you know, you know, I feel wins and losses matter. But all they have to do is stand in the ring with their belts up. Put the ones up in the air. Let the chief, let the chief speak. And have you acknowledged your tribal chief today? I have. Okay. Do it again. Acknowledged. And uh, just... Good match, again, not the best match that we could see out of these two teams, but they put on a nice showcase. And oh, sidebar here, is it me or is Randy working hard to not break a sweat? He's earned it. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. i tell you another thing, too. The cameraman telegraphed that RKO worse than we telegraphed the uh, the outcome of this pay-per-view i mean you knew what was coming but you had to have time to set it up properly and that's like that's supreme timing if for randy orton to be outside the ring and set up for rko with jimmy uso jumping off the top rope like that takes other world speed and balance. There was a so hell, you don't have to take time. There was a hell of a visual. Before Uso climbed up to the top, there was a, 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 a clip of Randy peeking over the apron from across the ring. Mind you, you knew what was up. 20, 20 feet away. But the look, well, you know how he has that viper looking? He, he had that. It was almost like, where's Waldo? You see Randy's head peeking. It was that's something you might want to go back and check for because it was pretty phenomenal how he was able to be outside the ring, position himself there, and then get across the ring as fast as he did. That's why the camera shot stayed stayed up there so long. It stayed tight to the top, yeah. Uh, for the... Wait, but you, you do know why the match wasn't like up to what you thought it might be, right? No. What? Because of Randy's post-match interview. But mm-hmm. Randy has a post-match interview where he says he wouldn't mind doing it again but having the titles on the line. Kind of lending itself to thinking that some at some point in the near future, possibly day one, you get another match between those two teams to unify the tag titles. I got a question about that. We'll come back to that here for you in a second, too, because that, that's exactly yeah. where I'm going. All right. Uh, Raw versus SmackDown for the women. For Raw, we have Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, uh, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega, Queen Zelina versus Team SmackDown, which is Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalya, and Tony Storm. Alright, you want to actually talk about this or you want to do word association again? Uh, I, li- I like the word association. I'm here for that. Alright, run it. Uh, <clears throat> for Raw, Queen Zelina. Um, placated. Unappreciated was the word I was thinking. We're right on the same page. Carmella. Yeah. Floating. <laughs> I'll take it. I can't think of anything better. I'm just like there. 
but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, like they have no, they have nothing for her, but she looks a certain way, so she gonna make TV, and she's not. There's nothing wrong with Carmela. Car- I don't does, want anybody thinking that we don't like her or any of that type of stuff. It doesn't it's help just, her. I mean, it doesn't hurt her that her significant other is calling her matches. Let's just the say other that. word is directionless. That's that would be a better word. That directionless. Would, okay, Liv Morgan. Um, loading. <laughs> I see a bar too, <laughs> a flashing bar. <laughs> Re- yeah, Re- yeah. She's e- she's either loading for a title run to to placate her, or she's loading for an exit. Rhea Ripley, misused. <sighs> that was the exact Ooh. word I had. Ooh, grossly underutilized, and almost caught a body last night too with a oh, with a random elbow to the sternum. But that's oh. Yeah. Oh well, this ain't ballet. This this ain't Bianca Belair. <sighs> Bruh, um, I can't say underutilized. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Now I gotta Google something. Uh, word. Google. Exploited. That's what I was oof. looking for. Oof. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. That, Squ- squandered would have Squandered. Also well, that, yeah. There you go. Tony Storm. Um, absent. I was on. She ain't seen Tony Storm in a month of Sundays, and all of a sudden she's back for pay per view. Not, not even a knock on her talent, more so a knock on her visibility. I'm with, I was just going to say irrelevant. Which is not her fault. Uh, exactly. Uh, Natalia. Um, <sighs> chaperone. Speaking of, where is uh Snooker? She was uh she was actually on Raw. Okay. Okay. Uh, with 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 another uh Bianca Belair ridiculous show of strength. All right, right on. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Um, let's see. Let's hit Google again <laughs> to jog my memory. Um, I'm going to say right now, incomparable. Uh, she seems like she's having to take herself down so others can keep up with her because she's still Ambigu- relatively go, ambiguous ambiguous I want to say she's relatively fresh to the wrestling business as are some of these but like you got like I think Bel Air is a little bit newer uh, Rhea's got some years Liv is relatively new Carmella is relatively new she's, well, she's got some experience from NXT Zelina's been around the world I'm really wondering where Stephanie McMahon is in all this because you have all the pieces for a continued women's revolution. Like you have the what you're looking for from the from the men's roster, you actually kind of have with, with the women's roster. You have you know former MMA fighters. You have uh, brand new people who've never wrestled anywhere else in the world other than WWE. You have homegrown stars. You have a couple of veterans to, to guide everything along, keep keep things clean. 
Um, you have two stars, two mega stars as champions. Imagine if you consolidated those belts. You got a couple of superstars on the shelf. Hold, hold that, hold that consolidation thought. Uh, we still got, we still got uh, one more match, and we still gotta, I still gotta ask you this question. I just figured out what you're talking about, and I love it. Shotzi. Um, energetic. She's definitely giving her all to this she's, new direction. She, like, I would definitely say charismatic for sure. Yeah, I, if I, it don't work, it ain't it ain't because she didn't show up to work. Um, and then the fact that she's working heel with with with, with a face persona is incredible. And that speaks to her charisma. And uh, she done turned full all the way, so mm-hmm. we, we we with the shit now. Sasha Banks, goaded. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would dare give her that right there, cause she, she, she stunned it last night. Like, like Mercedes knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> she, she, she channeled her outer Mandalorian for damn. You feel sure. me? Mercedes gonna get that entire bag, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and this match was actually, with the exception of them putting the rush on the end of the match, because this match could have went an hour if they wanted it to. But the main event. WWE Champion Big E versus Universal Champion Tribal Chief and Head of the Table Roman Reigns. Um, this match was a it was just a story good storytelling. You didn't mm-hmm. want, you didn't want to give it too much because giving it too much would have taken away what could be or what we think might be. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was Big E's uh, more so his knee and his and his midsection. Because he yeah. was doing a bunch of power moves, and early in the match, took a uh, he gave himself a a missed splash on the apron to Roman Reigns, and just one, one of his one of his signature moves. Um, I can't believe DraftKings had a poll, or not even a poll, but a, a betting line up for how many uh, big endings and how many spears we would see during the match, and the answer was two spears, and, and that's if you're counting uh, only Romans. To zero big endings. Yeah, I went, I went 50-50. Cause like um the actual poll, it show it asked, um, matter of fact, why are we speculating? <laughs> I say you participated. Yeah, I did, because you know, I was bored. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Well, you have you're a member of DraftKings. I'm I sir am not, sir. I, I've won a few dollars. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Shouts out to Travel by the seventh, you know what I'm saying? Bodega Brothers Forever. I ain't taxed him yet, but I <laughs> oh, but when I do, <laughs> you gonna cash that one up, huh? Yeah, Run it I, up. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't gave, I didn't gave a little bit. I didn't donated a little bit to that fund because a couple of a couple of fantasy players just didn't deliver for me. Like, just, just damn like, you, Dak! Damn you, Dak Prescott! The time I do start you, just understand that we're more than halfway through the football season, and by the time you start playing in, and by the time I actually download the app, just know that. Price just went up. Price just went up. <laughs> oh, it's getting to that crucial time of year where you got bye weeks and injuries, and you really gotta you really gotta know football at this point of the year to be able to put together a roster that's gonna win a week. Indeed. You got a lot of bottom feeders catching wins just because because of the luck of the draw. Your uh, your but, win, the winner and still head of the table was Roman Reigns, but I will say this: they spent the entire pay per view paying tribute and homage to. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
for Wait, it. Before you before you do that, I'm gonna run down the, the DraftKings bet because I'm I'm gonna jump in with you on that conversation. Okay. So first question was who will win, Roman Reigns or Biggie? I got that one right. Okay. Method of victory. You had three choices: pinfall, submission, or DQ. I knew they could not go off the air with a DQ. I doubt anybody was gonna tap, so I picked pinfall. I was right. Question was next question: Who will have the first pinfall attempt? I said Biggie, and fifty nine percent of people who voted said Biggie. I was wrong. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was it was Roman. Um, how many how many Usos physically interfere in the? Okay, going off normal WWE scripting, I would have said both of them. You're this, not going to get one without the other, so it's either you have three choices: it's zero, all or one nothing, or two. right? <laughs> so it's all or nothing. I chose two, and the answer was zero. Nobody which, interfered, which, which was surprising. The only thing stopping this match from being more perfect was the fact that it actually went outside the ring. And then next question: How many members of the New Day will physically interfere? So I figured it wouldn't be both. Because Woods, you know, got slept earlier. And Kofi and wasn't then, even on the on the card. Right. So if you were going to get a surprise, it would have been Kofi without Woods. So I picked one. Answer was zero. We had no outside interference, which is a, is a really refreshing thing. Especially for a match that, in essence, didn't matter. Continue. Then the DraftKings thing. Will, will Brock Lesnar physically interfere in the match? Here's where I, I messed up. Well, I didn't mess up because I got this right. Which the answer was no. But when I saw the Heyman, uh, Kayla Braxton backstage conversation about They're gold. They are golden. Go ahead. Yeah, about Brock's uh, suspension being uh, uplifted. I was like, hmm, he might show up. Let me go change this. By that time, it was already locked. But I, I went with my first mind and said, he ain't going to be involved in this. <laughs> because of something else I thought. And I figured because of what else I thought, adding Brock to that mix would be overload. Uh, next question: How many spears will be successfully hit by Reigns? And they only give you a, over under over one point five or under one point five. I took the over. Definitely take the over on that. It's what with someone like Big E. Yes, take the over. And that's exactly why I took the over. Like one spear was not going to finish this. Um, how many big endings will be successfully hit by Big E? Over or under one point five? I'm taking under because I think he only needs to hit it once. I if agree. He's hit it at all. Totally agree. I wish I would have did this. I probably would have got this right. I probably would have won 100 percent. And then, um, will a foreign object be used in this match? I picked yes, just because I'm. That's what I'm used to from them. In in theory, the answer to that should have been yes, but the stairs no. don't count because it's technically part of the ring. That, oh, if that's the case, then they completely fucked us on that. Yep. An international object is an international object, you bitch. <laughs> but, you know, I, I guess wrong. And then will an announcer's table be broken during the match? Again, something we've come ac become accustomed to from WWE main events. If, if that's on a betting line, then your, your logic says, based on the past history, you're going to take yes on that. What we, what we would have done is we would have combined powers on this. I'd have taken this exact same choice as I took, and then I had you take everything else I didn't take. And we still would have been wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd have had, we'd have kept the ones that I got right, and I just had you on the ones I'm air quotes unsure on. Right. Take the other one. Got you. Okay. And we'd, we'd have got 100%. And we'd have probably split 1,000. Hey, well, we we, we know. We, we know uh, coming up because it's going to be interesting if they do anything for day one, but we'll see. We know uh, for next time. Now, um, 
during the entire pay per view, which was sponsored by the phenomenal movie Red Notice, uh, starring Dwayne Johnson and uh, Ryan Reynolds, so on Netflix. I almost, I almost reverted to DISD High School when you had that pause after sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> no sir uh, it was uh, got him <laughs> you, had, you had the sponsorship you had the 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 homage and the, and, the, and the montage and the clips of Dwayne Johnson over the last 25 years including the debut at SummerSlam in Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. and uh, up the street you also had the appearance of one of the three Cleopatra's eggs that were featured in their movie Red Notice. That egg has had more TV time in the last 24 hours than the last three NXT call-ups. The egg was stolen on uh, on the pay-per-view. And up, up until Monday Night Raw this week, we wondered, who stole the damn egg? No one gave a fuck. <laughs> Eric, I don't 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 believe the hype. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared, <laughs> and we just knew Rocky got his egg back. Right, I just figured. I figured. Okay, the rock, the the egg got stolen. The Rock was gonna come looking for it. <laughs> like there, there's only one reason you're dragging this out till Raw because you're trying to pop a rating for Raw, and for whatever reason, Roman's gonna be there because you call the whole damn. Uh, the whole roster, and then Rock was gonna show up to get his egg back. Man, and as far as uh, I'm trying to find this damn thing, you sent me a message earlier in the week as it related to the egg about a game. Oh, who stole the egg? <laughs> yes, who stole the egg? Wrong answers only. The gobbledygooker. Mm. I actually said this on Twitter. Adam Cole stole the egg and is holding it hostage for the safe release and return of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The goal goal here up until Monday Night Raw was to go as long as we could. But with that one there, you can't get any better than that. No, you can. Don't don't let this deter you. Have have a good time. But that was my that was my kill shot from Twitter. I was having a good time that day. The the last round of releases from WWE contracts. Cat dog Keith Lee. (laughs) He was in that list though. Nah, to see you. That's eighty two (laughs) people. You gonna you gonna bury the territory with that shit? Don't hot shot the angle, Dundee. Funny you should mention that the territories. <laughs> Dutch Mantel, <laughs> Jim Cornette, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Ski Avone, Malachi Black, Jim Ross to make a new container for barbecue sauce. Enzo, <laughs> Kaz XL. That's W. Morrissey. <laughs> he's holding the he's holding the egg for a new contract. How about Lance Von Eric? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Sinclair Broadcasting. We gonna get this money out your chest one way or the other. UPN. <laughs> Damn. The Peacock app. They actually might be holding that bitch. 
<laughs> Yo, speaking of Peacock, how happy were they to see Fox T-shirts on their programming last night? <laughs> Probably not very, but I mean, you got to compromise. Like, <laughs> what's the old Lost Boys song? I'm in love with two women. <laughs> and I don't. Hey, I mean. <laughs> Uh, let's say word, word to my mom's I got two honeys in my arms. I don't want to let none of them go. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to the Lost, lost Boys. Shout rest, out to Mr. Cheeks. Rest in peace, Freaky Ty. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that's it. Shout that out to Big it. Nice. <laughs> Love, peace, and nappiness. If you don't have that album or you're not streaming it, you're doing yourself a disservice for hip hop. Oh, man. Um, Get a hold of that. Listen to it. You'll know exactly what's going on with the WWE and Raw on one side and and, <laughs> and SmackDown on the other. USA and Fox is just gonna have to learn how to co-parent. My my last guess for who has the egg. If we gonna keep it in the Oost game, the Samoan Werewolf Jacob Fatu. <laughs> here's my here's my final one, and this is literally I'm making this up as we as we go right now. Triple H has kidnapped the egg in exchange for his old NXT bag. <laughs> this has been my TED Talk. <laughs> Yo, day one. We haven't talked enough about this, and we're going to talk about it more as we get closer to the end of the uh, of this year we call 20 and 22. And... Uh, there has been speculation and actually probably want for certain titles to be unified consolidated what if day one becomes the day of one where where everything all the rivalries from the survivor series culminate in unification of each and every wwe main roster title i would actually love that not, not going to cap with you. I would 100% be all in, no pun intended, for that concept. I really think that if you want to have a higher visibility for a pay-per-view that could possibly only be a one-time thing because next year, obviously, well, 2023, at, uh, well, day one will be on a Sunday. Which you could do a pay per view on a Sunday, but I mean, why would you do that on New Year's Day on a Sunday? Whereas Saturday, but I mean, we, we back to doing pay per views on Sundays. You see that that Saturday shit didn't last too long, did it? Right, but even still, you're not going to do that in 2024, which would now be on a Tuesday. I'm sorry, it would be it it'll be on a Monday. 2025 would be on a on a damn Tuesday. Or, you, uh, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, on a uh, on a on a Wednesday rather. Yeah, be you're, on Wednesday. You're, you're thinking, you're thinking way too far in the future. You know they don't keep concepts like this. Like, remember what happened to Taboo Tuesday? What? It, 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 what about uh, what was it? Cyber Tuesday? Exactly. They don't. Those type of concepts do not stick around very long. Tuesday. If day one is Tuesday in Texas ahead. was a one-off. Literally well, a one-off. Well, that, that was literally the tester. <laughs> testers out. That was the tester for. Um, for what became in your house. Could you throw a pay-per-view on in the middle of the week, charge way less for it, but still get some money? And only do it for two hours versus three to four. Ding, ding. You basically had a house show and and got some bread for it. You had a sold-out house show with some hot angles coming off Survivor Series where you just beat good Tri-Terry. Yeah, people were going to buy that. for, And it's cheaper? You ain't doing shit? Man. The Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Most people ain't even went back to work yet, depending on where you work. 
proof of concept uh, with with a bit of foreshadowing from the past being in hindsight being 2020 for now is the fact that you have a internationally broadcast television program that's now going in, going into its third year with live shows on Wednesdays and sometimes on Friday late Fridays being now, now highly you- rated and and, and, and and competitive with other wrestling broadcasting that's been on for over 20 years and i'm speaking of aew when i say that what what you can pro- pro- probably get going into the future is you get day one to be like a tribute to the troops type program where it might be canned and they just have content that plays on whatever the first day of the year is but you only but, ha- but you only have one time to get this first one right i mean Look at the track record. Who are we dealing with? And that was the last episode. <laughs> I was about to say we can't we can't do two in a row. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna reuse it. But I'm just saying, look at who you're dealing with. Like, yes, we have a really cool idea of how to make day one actually watchable content. Will they use that? I'm not sure. Chances are, you got right now. You have a 50 50 shot of it happening. <laughs> Here we go. Despite the Steiner math. And if you do a triple threat, a triple threat match, you have a thirty-three and third percent chance if you're the champion walking out as the champion. But you also have a thirty-three and third percent chance if you if you were challenger to walk out as a champion. But there's a sixty-six and two-thirds percent chance that one of the two champions walks out as the champion. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so if we if we go with that concept, then that means Woods does a main event day one. It's Big E. So, yeah, look, looking, let's look at the card. I'm not against it, but let's look at let's look at the card as it would be if this were the case. We have uh, Big E versus Roman. We'd have Shinsuke mm-hmm. versus uh, Damian Priest. We'd have mm-hmm. um, RK Bro versus the Usos, and we would have mm-hmm. uh, Chick Flair versus the Man. Which so pick your winners. Uh, oh, you forgetting the women's tag titles? Well, oh yeah, yeah. Hell, you don't consolidate, you don't consolidate those, but they would probably be defended. Which they, which was they obviously were missing from this pay per view completely. Which is a shot. Was it's a slap in the face? Well, I mean, you don't have another set of champions to match them up. Oh, I guess so you're right, right, because they did unify those, didn't they? There's only one. They, they don't have them for both brands. Yeah, it's just they're just the women's tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah, they've all they've always traveled back and forth, which makes no sense if you're gonna do what you're doing. But go ahead. So who so who are the women's tag team champions right now? Because they're uh, as of uh, Monday night, there are new, there are winners and uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry, there are winners. And new WWE Queen <laughs> Queen Vega and the Masked Soldier. The Masked Soldier. Carmella with a mask on. <laughs> or, or what was it when Dusty War match the Midnight Rider? Midnight Rider. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a little bit too much. Like that, I, I shouldn't say that, and that's you know that's their business when they go off the air. So we had S. Kelly and Armella. <laughs> <sighs> it's too easy over here. It's too easy, people. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. So we. That that card alone, even though they're repeat matches from Survivor Series, because there's so much on the line, could single-handedly shut down the entire pay-per-view. No. You know what? You want to do day one and really make it matter? Uh-oh. Bring it on. Let me add, I'll add this. 
because you know Seth Rollins still has his contract for a title shot, right? Go go ahead, because I got I got one more match to add to this card too, and it's gonna really blow you up. But go ahead. And then King Woods, you know, he wants his smoke with Roman. You should have each champ have to have a match earlier in the night. Ooh. So Biggie defends against Seth Rollins. Uh, Roman defends against King Woods. The winners of those matches are the main event for the unification match. Okay, and that's just for the 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 primary for the for the men's title, right? Yes, that's just that because right. that's the most important thing. If there's going to be one world heavyweight champion, that's the most important thing going on. So you need to add some intrigue. Here, here's what else you do. You're in Atlanta. You've already bastardized the memory of Dusty Rhodes. If you're going to do it on a grander scale, NXT, you've had all this time to get it right. And the original competitors who have been running roughshod through this event for the last three years would no longer be there this year when they have it. In fact, it's not even on the same weekend it's supposed to be on, which is Survivor Series weekend. You bring war games to day one. Aren't they doing that in NXT, though? They're doing war games, but it's a different, it's a completely different uh, uh, event. I'm not watching, so there's that. There's that. Like you said, like I said, you want to make it bigger? Put it on day one and put it on the main roster. It's too much like right. It is too much like right. It would never happen, but. Even if you did it with like main roster talent. Because now, now you have to call it main roster versus NXT because NXT is literally people just starting. Man, and yeah, just, we're back to those days. I, I wonder who all is going to be in this damn thing, but that that remains to be seen. Um, I'm gonna add this to the end here. I already I already got this marked. So, peep, let me let me ask you this question. Now that we're on it, what do you feel like? How did you feel at the end when all of that build through all of the pre-show Survivor Series, through the body of Survivor Series, with Roman being at the end, he had his earlier segment with um, with Vince McMahon, which was a hilarious ending line. Like the, the egg's worth a hundred million dollars, and Roman's like, "Oh, almost as much as my next contract." Hilarious! On, on hilarious because it was in passing. You do all that, you set up all this tension, and you're like, "He's got to be here. He's got to come out for the face off," and you get lower third. We're off the air. I've never seen a more like the timing of this pay-per-view is centered around family i've never seen a more family-centric uh time-centered wise pay-per-view from wwe in more flat and i'm not saying the tribal chief did not deserve to go off the air as your champion because he definitely did all the time but it felt all every all day every damn day 365 days a year 12 months a year 52 weeks a year Big Big E and Roman worked a damn near instant classic. They they did what you're supposed to do in a main event setting. I, you know how I felt. So it's, I, it's I, an I, indictment I, on them. I I felt the same way I felt when we saw uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns when Jimmy came out to save Jay in the I Quit match uh, during the COVID era. Me and you were still split on that because no cap, I love that. No, I loved it too. But I'm talking about just the feeling that you have where there's no, no one crowd. Of the, one of the one of those you one of the 
But one of those you were super pissed off at at the time, and then you grew to love it. No, no, it was well, instant. I liked it it was instant. Time. I like I, I likened it to uh, what was the movie that Spike Lee had with Delroy Lindo when they were uh, he was a, a Vietnam War vet and they went back to taste the fortune. Ah, you said it. It made me forget. Five. Uh, Five Bloods. There it is. The same way, if I, I don't know if you felt the same way about Five Bloods as I did, but like by the time I finished watching Five Bloods, I was so fucking mad at both Delroy Lindo and Spike Lee, and instantly thought at the same time this might have been Spike Lee's best work. Why were you so perturbed though? Because I got emotionally invested into everything that was involved into that movie, and that is exactly the point. We got emotionally invested in the idea that The Rock was going to be there. Yep. They gave us all the fuel that goes on top of the fire of thinking, okay, this is gonna end with The Rock being here. And then you go off the air. With nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that has become the signature. <laughs> shout out to the lower third. That has become the <laughs> signature of WWE programming. Getting you emotionally invested in something you really want and then not delivering. We talked about the, the message that comes off when you're listening to audio and even when you're watching video. The audience of one. Less is more. But We're, sometimes more is needed. It's still it, less is still more. Because once you get that payoff, whenever you get that payoff, because it's coming, we just don't know when, but we know it's going, it's going to come. Whenever you get it, it's going to make it so much more worth it. Man, fuck that. Let me put this in perspective for you <laughs> and for everybody else listening, the audience of one, you, the listener. You're trying to sell tickets to WrestleMania. Oh, oh. And, and, and because you're, you're going through a third, which I don't know if we've really fully discussed this, you're selling tickets through a third party or secondary market. SeatGeek is not Ticketmaster. They're a fucking secondary market. The and upcharge on these seats is fucking insane. And I don't even know because they're doing this localized marketing too. I have no idea if the people outside of the Metroplex are actually hearing the same thing we're hearing as far as how to get your tickets. If so, woof. AT&T Stadium, SeatGeek. Those are the only two places I've seen that even remotely. And if you go to AT&T Stadium's website, they don't even have complete... Um, they haven't accessibility for everything. Yeah, they haven't even opened up everything yet. I mean, and we're we we've been trying through a a third party of a third party. Trust. Yeah, we had to, we had to go through. We had to find a broker. We're we're flexing through a broker right now, and we still we st <laughs> we, we are, and it's still hard to get anything concrete. Oof. Exactly. So imagine that, and then you see the the pricing on the seats that are available, and you're like, for two nights to sit ringside, it's damn near. It, it's it's a, house. It's, it's a, a house down payment. It, it's a small salary. It's it's a car. It's a it's a vehicle. Like it's it's a it's a more than it's not even a cash car. It's a more than respectable vehicle purchase. Or, let's say you're. Um, you're buying now nah, it's not even a house at this point it's a room remodel it's five it's five percent of a two hundred thousand dollar house mm. Mm, mm, if you mm. had to put down a five percent down payment for those of you who are out there like that but you're trying to sell tickets to wrestlemania and you got a hundred and three thousand seats that you're trying to fill and you're really trying to get over that because you're trying to break the attendance record from 32. you had one job 
Now listen, not to say that they not to say that they can't put some stank on it, but a couple things haven't happened. A, you haven't had that one thing to push it over the top. The first thing you're selling is a two night affair. So now you mm-hmm. got to choose which of the two, or which if you're going to do both two, where you're sitting for each night because you're not getting the same seat each night. I can guarantee you it's not happening. I don't care. Now you, you do have options to buy both at the same time. Do you? Yeah. Oh. They have. They have. They have. Uh, as far as the way SeatGeek has the tickets laid out, because I went and looked for this bullshit. Um, <laughs> they have. You can buy just one. You can buy just night one or just night two, or you can buy your seat for both nights. So that's the first part. Two. Yes. There's been no Hall of Fame confirmations, and there's only oh, you one, gonna, and there's only yeah. one people are looking for. Senior Callaway? Yes, sir. You know he going in. But I I say all that to say this. You needed one thing in particular to make people say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm buying these tickets. You booked the main event now. Now. Now, you don't tell them which night it's going to be on. And that's how you make them buy both tickets. And for those not going both nights, it's a it's a literal crap shit. Dice, dice roll. You don't know which night is gonna main event. You just know it's the main event. Your options are either two snake eyes or a seven. Faux tray. Yeah, those are your only the only thing that you got in your dice are those two things. And the only, the only way you're gonna find out is once they announce the card. And even when they announce the card, you won't know until they fi- until you figure out what card is happening on which night, which will probably be the weekend thereof. Exactly. So at that point, people have to make a pimp decision. Am I buying both nights or am I just buying one? Because it's not this isn't like Okay, for the international crowd, this is just like every other WrestleMania. They're gonna go because it's WrestleMania. Because it's WrestleMania in the United States. WrestleMania is a brand name. So they have to purchase so far ahead in advance because there's a lot of stuff when you're doing international travel. Even the people in the States. I've never been to a WrestleMania. I want to go to one. It's a bucket list thing. People are going to go just on the brand name itself. And please don't but, for, please don't forget we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So there's a lot of extra red tape people are still having to go through. A whole lot. You got There's a whole lot of choppers on your ass. The, the seasoned fan like us we're reserving judgment like i don't know if i want to spend this right now one because i might be able to pop some on a secondary market for a little less two we we're not sitting gin pop we're, that part we're not sitting in gin pop three i'm only there's only two places you can get me to sit and i go roll 1a <laughs> hard camera side or in a suite opposite opposite hard camera side you mean ding <laughs> You either going to see me or you not going to see me. <laughs> John Cena going to be there. You won't see him. <laughs> you Do you feel what I'm saying? So this is why you need it, even though I'll tell you, I read an article and it's, it, it, I don't know how true it is, but it gives some reasons as to why he might not have been there. But you needed to solidify that as the main event in order to sell tickets because it's not like it used to be where people are just like oh it's wrestlemania they're gonna give me everything i want bullshit them days are over you you done burnt that equity again you get people emotionally invested in seeing a particular outcome that they want 
and you do not deliver. The Fiend in Hell in a Cell. Oh. Brock, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Oh. Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. Oh. I mean, like, we can go on and on. There's a laundry list of things that you have done <laughs> to burn up your equity with this audience. Goldberg in Saudi Arabia versus The Fiend. Not the other time, because that was bad too, but not as bad. Taker Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. I don't even think anybody thought that was going to be good. Brothers, anybody, Brothers of Destruction uh, versus DX in Australia. That was just a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody had high hopes on that. That was some shit they threw together and they hoped it would still be good. Like, 1998, yesterday's price is not today's price. What it, was, what it would have been in 98 is not what it was in, what, 2000 and what, 18? Hell, even in 2008. <laughs> if you keep it a thousand. I mean, it, they were still in, what, DX run... They were still in the 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 <laughs> what is that? What do you want to call it? The fucking uh, retirement home years of D- DX. <laughs> so it still would have kind of worked. Oh but man! But yeah, like this. Uh, yeah, just you don't have the same equity that you used to have. You know, you don't have the same stock that you had with your audience to just say we're gonna sell this out based on WrestleMania alone. You can get close. But you're going to need to start dropping some ha- heavy hammers to figure out, you know, how this is going to work. And because of that, you know, that that more than anything from a business standpoint, it wasn't a good idea to hype him like he was there, which is why I was saying at the beginning of us doing this recap, I could have seen you putting Charlotte and Becky as the main event. Because that would have taken the heat off of The Rock not being there. Because you'd have had Roman and Big E have the same classic match, even if it was first. Leave the egg shit completely out. And here, here's an example of things that you can do to help build momentum. Let's switch gears for a second. You ready? I don't know if you're aware of this. Run it. ROH... For final is gearing up for final battle, which quite possibly could be their final battle, right? It's the final countdown. The it's the it's the final version of ROH as we know it. The new VIP wrestling world champion Shane Taylor is going up against Kenny King at mm. final battle. Keep your hands up, Kenny. Them boys are going up against the brand new. ROH Tag Team Champions OGK for the ROH Tag Team Belts at Final Battle. Protect your neck, Mike. Jonathan Gresham, who just announced that he's ROH to the bitter end, will get a shot at the ROH World Heavyweight Championship or World Championship against uh, Bandito. How much further away is the end, Mr. Gresham? Hold on. Mr. Jonathan Gresham, I'm gonna call him MJG for now. <laughs> well played, tight. Well played, sir. And then we also, through all this, we have a winner, ROH Television Champion in Dalton Castle. Listen, <coughs> these. I asked earlier, like when I when I found out the news, I asked why is there a new television champion when the company is actually shutting down? 
The suspension of disbelief has not been suspended at Ring of Honor. Business is open. The casino stays open until the casino is closed. Facts. And this is proof of what you can do to sell a pay-per-view. And in this case, this is a dismal... Okay, I'm sorry. It's not a dismal (laughs) attempt. This is a great attempt to shelve a dismal end or, or presumed dismal end to a once great company. I'm interested in this card. I can't say that about Mania other than the fact that it's Mania. Because we going to be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we, we continuously say when we do, like we'll do the UN, you know who ain't going to win on an AEW pay-per-view. And we'll look at the card and say we can't necessarily pick a winner because both competitors involved or whoever's involved, they're all that strong. Mm-hmm. Right now, we could fantasy book a WrestleMania card and it'll look nothing like we get. Because you can't predict what they're going to do between now and April to, air quotes, manufacture a two-night show, let alone one. Like, WrestleMania 35 was like eight hours, like working a job. You've had so many, air quotes, budget cuts, and your roster is so thin, I don't necessarily know how you give us two nights. Even 32. Even 32 was like seven and a half hours. you yeah from pre-show all the way to through the end yeah probably so like you're talking about 32 which is a shift 35 which was a shift and it was man that and that one was painful that was 32 32 was hard to sit through because you had a lot of matches you knew you were supposed to get but because of injury you didn't get and then you ended up with some makeshift shit and then you had last year which was a two-night event in a pandemic and then you had that wasn't so bad because it was the return of fans so you you kind of dealt with what you dealt with no that was this year the return of fans yeah that was that that was uh 37 yeah 37 you're talking about oh 36 36 (laughs) 36 was just like we're, we're just trying to get through it we don't know how to fix this and they had the nerve to call it wrestlemania they should have just called this year the do-over (laughs) streaming live on peacock wrestlemania do-over we'll try harder this time (laughs) one was it world world one two a world two one (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah man that's that's tough this has to be said because on raw a fan jumped the guardrail, made a beeline around what we refer to now as the JBL entrance area, <laughs> turned the corner and tried to double leg take down, well, successfully double leg take down Seth Rollins, uh, passed guard, and then like pulled his hair. And I, I, I would assume he was going for the ground and pound. It looked like he was going for a, for a triangle choke through a shoot from his back. I mean, he this dude, while while they made him look like a regular Joe Schmo, he looked like he at least had taken one or two MMA classes. 
Like, cause he he knew to go for the double leg takedown. He knew to pass guard. Looked like he was trying to work up for the ground and pound, but security got to him, so he just grabbed a handful of hair and hung on for dear life. The speed at which he he attacked Seth Rollins, he Seth didn't stand a chance. Yeah, the way he turned the corner made dude look like, uh, he doesn't necessarily seem like the most. He doesn't seem unathletic. He's not the. It wasn't comic book guy that jumped the rail. And so that people for a hot second in the crowd filming thought it might have been a guy debuting because even the cameras like they were on and on Seth long enough to see him get tackled. But then they immediately got off of him. There there has been issues with uh, at the time uh, Dean Ambrose, also Roman Reigns. And this was this is what led to Roman Reigns stopping his famed entrance of coming down from the top of the concession stand down the stairs into the ring i mean so now inherently all three members of the shield have been attacked by fans uh in some in some way and let's be very clear i'm we're, we're happy that the guy was subdued we're happy that seth rollins was not hurt or injured and during this melee or fracas if you may but this could have been way way worse on live television Stop. Or, or remember, remember the Hall of Fame where uh, FTR and oh man, a bomb on a dude who tried to tried to run up on Bret Hart. Yeah, how can you not love FTR? Man, that they they if they got goaded for nothing else, they got goaded for that. Because shortly thereafter, that was they got Future Endeavored, and you know they have been had a rocket to their back ever since. If Boy, anybody had lifetime contracts for that, if, if, if for no other reason uh, for than that, they should have an open door policy to go back to Stanford to the Supermax with commissary. Um, that because <laughs> it's very necessary. That said, stop doing this shit. This is that's just, it's old. Uh, it's old hat. You're never going to win. This is lame. The referees are not Hebner's. And yeah, that's the, and, referees and, are a lot younger than they were back then. And that's not a knock on Brian. Um, they're they they're in the gym as much think, or more than the actual superstars are. But on the cool, I think Earl might have reached in his pocket and would have got some brass nuts and went to your ribs. Like Earl wasn't no hope. I, th- I think Earl probably would have had some kind of international object with a with a sharp point on it. He would have had that thing for you. You see what I'm saying? Like I want to know who that was who was standing in, in the entrance. Like it was a huge figure, but they didn't zoom in on the face who was in street clothes but standing there like wait a minute is this shit about to get more out of control do i need to step in and i was like who the fuck is that because they didn't focus in enough for you to see the face but it looks like um the biggest person they would have had backstage that that we know of would have been chris park it wasn't him now nah, this this looked like an active competitor mm. no no you know who it, who it actually looked like but i don't think he's that he's quite that big like von wagner Huh? You think he would? But 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 someone in that stratosphere, it this looked like a a talent, but a talent in street clothes. Because I don't know if any of the agents are quite that humongous now. Be those things as they may. Just stop this shit. It's old. Yeah, that, that shit lame. Don't do that. Yeah. Like you you in, you you fucking it up for everybody else. You endangering yourself. You endangering the people around you. Like you gonna make it? You gonna make shit more restrictive than it already is? Do we want to have ten foot plexiglass 
on the outer you wanna perimeter. Watch, you want to watch wrestling like a hockey game? Nah. <laughs> Price just went up. Nope. We sure don't. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Like, that's the lamest shit ever. Like, don't do not do that. Like, even, even if we were still fucking with Seth on the Kung Fu Panda shit, which is tongue-in-cheek anyway. Like, you don't want to see anything like that happen to anybody. Yeah, and drip like, and, and and the name drip guy would be it would have a whole new meaning, and I'm not even I'm not I'm not even being funny. That's yeah, like that's just that's some lame shit. Let's please not do that. Uh, I don't think any of those type of people actually listen to this show. But if you listen to this show and you know somebody who has that affliction, slap them across the back of the neck, tell them stop that shit, and just listen to us and get and get your kicks that way. Cause uh, going and fucking up the the, the fun of ten thousand other people for the sake of you trying to get a trying to prove a point or win a bet like i hope that i hope that bet is like five six figures because you you you, you certainly hope you're going to jail you're going to jail and you're getting fined you're going you're going all of jail you're going to deal with them people they're going to tax you they're going to put that that money on you you ain't never going to be able to come back and i hope you ain't nowhere close to me and they think you with me (laughs) that's what i really hope we ain't dropping dimes we dropping bolos i i don't want no pause of it like don't get me involved in that like we 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 the type we ain't, we ain't gonna handle you, but we will t- grab you by the back of the collar and snatch your ass down if you try to take off. I'm not in a, in a in a space to do security's job because that's how you get a lawsuit filed on you. But I'm not gonna help you in no way, shape, no, or form. No, we are no, we are not. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna move out of the way and let security do their due diligence. I mean, hell, we look like a tag team anyway. <laughs> As we get mistaken for out here in public, like please, sir, don't step on my shoes. They're more expensive than your seat. <laughs> That's all I want. Don't step on my shoes because my shoes cost more than your seat from where you ran from. And my beer costs more than your menu. <laughs> and then there's that. Just, just I mean, use your head. If if you can't, if you feel like you can't control yourself, if you saw that person, stay at home. Fuck on, man. Stay out, get out of here. We don't need you. The, the, at the, the, all. The industry doesn't need you. Let alone fans in an arena. You like you, you belong inside. You incel. Uh, there was something that we needed to agendize. Um, uh, shouts out to Ron Murray, uh, aka Mr. High School Holler, aka Mr. Price just went up. Price just went up. Better believe it. You know what I'm saying? He made a comment. He overcharged them for what they did to the cold crush. <laughs> this is a fact, sir. You gonna you gonna pay <laughs> like you weigh wet with two pairs of clothes on? <laughs> Yes, indeed. He actually, uh, he, he didn't make a comment. He actually asked us a question. He says, uh, uh, give, giving his shouts out to Jay Lethal. This is a quote from Ron Murray. He says, I fool with Jay Lethal heavy, but does this have to have any long-term impact, pun intended, that can elevate him in the long run? I feel his legacy is what it is at this point, or was it just a cool moment and he probably got a nice bag out of it? Uh, this is in reference to... Um, Jay, Jay Lethal's, Lethal's appearance on AEW Dynamite last week and uh, losing in an effort against the defending uh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara in a TNT championship match in the main event. Right. So I'll, I'll let you have I have my own take on this one, but I'll let you go ahead and take the reins on this one first off. Um. OK, so in a vacuum. Jay Lethal had a star-making performance to the point that I was a little bummed that he didn't win it. 
<laughs> Man. Uh, everything about how the match played itself out said he should have won it. Um, I don't. But at, at the same time, you gotta leave room to do other things. Uh, this is where sometimes the booking kills the opportunity for future interaction or they just put so much space in between it, it you don't have the same emotional investment but um and case in point Eddie Kingston started a, everybody Eddie. who had matches at full gear literally started new feuds on on Dynamite Eddie Kingpin yeah Kingpin for the beef with 2.0 <laughs> again and uh Daniel Garcia um Darby Allen got something with the gun club. That's that's so he can he can get some wins back from these last two pay-per-view losses. Yeah. Um MJF and Punk. Which that's that's going that's going to be real good. And that that goes full circle back to what Punk said when he first got there. And it also goes full circle to what MJF said at the beginning of the uh YFN Darby feud. I just wish they could stretch this to to the next pay per view. It's gonna be like a blow off on like one of the the bigger shows, or like that's where I they don't really do rematches. So if it's me and they're gonna do this whole Thanksgiving thing in Chicago, kind of akin to Starcade type situation, I'd have them get into it there, and then try to stretch this to the pay-per-view i don't know if they're willing to put that much time into waiting for the match itself but because they can do enough promo stuff back and forth whether it's face-to-face promos or pre-recorded stuff they can do enough to stretch because both of them can talk now and of course it's in chicago so it's going to be kind of crazy too but that'll make the angle hot yeah but and and I really I really wish they wouldn't have actually have a match there. I really wish they like you said just put them face to face. But back to Jay Lethal though, where yes, where does where, that's why we're here? Yeah, where does he fit in going forward? Since he he went for a title that is perfect for him and did not lose to an injured Sammy Guevara, and I throw an injured in quotes. Um, so that that was my whole thing with trying to book this out with Jay Lethal. Um. First of all, we gotta make sure he's on TV every week, so he doesn't fall. He doesn't catch Scorpio Sky. Ooh, so he doesn't catch Scorpio Sky fever. You can just call it Scorpio Sky and call it a day, because because that's the fever that'll have you invisible for two weeks at a time. Mm. And then you'll pop up out of nowhere. Man, there's no real cure for it. Man, but um, so okay. I really want to get yours because something popped in my head that I read one thing that was totally ludicrous, but it, it made me think about what's going on now, and I put it together and actually made it make sense. Okay. Um, so there's, Go ahead. Yeah, do, do yours. All right. So, um, bag secured, definitely. But the Absolutely. fact the fact that it was made public that he's, uh, that he's free and clear will do. That he's free and clear from uh, ROH leads me to believe that this is more of a long-term deal. Now, thankfully, wh- when w- what long-term looks like in terms of booking, like if you take him off TV now and bring him back in say two or three weeks, 
outstanding because that's right before a buildup for a WWE event, which is which is fine. You go oh, back that, and go ahead. Have you heard AEW supposed to do a house show here in the, WrestleMania that, weekend? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, these loops. Is it me or in that sidebar? Have these loops gotten shorter? Because they were just in Chicago. I feel like they were just in Chicago. Uh, shit. They were actually not. There's no feeling. They were just in Chicago Labor Day weekend. They were in Chicago for for All Out and for Punk to debut. Like at this point, they're just working the territory they hottest in, and I can't blame them. They're they're literally doing uh, three week Sunday television. Man, I, I can't I cannot blame them. They're they're gonna be back in Miami and then probably back in, do a shot in Philadelphia. Like, back back go, back in Duval, they they definitely going they're going home for winter is coming. Remember we talked about last episode all about audience of one knowing like-minded people. Well, they know where their like-minded people are. Audience of one. That one <laughs> is that one is wherever you are. <laughs> For real. Audience audience of one. And and then you figure out how many people think the way you do. So they have started to pinpoint those places and apparently the Metroplex is one of those places, which I'm I'm not mad at. Great. But I- yeah, they're hitting the loop. They're hitting the same spots. They're going to go with they move, which, I, I mean, is smart. I think um, I think Lethal should go with the faction because and, – and I also think he should be Perfect. healed. Perfect. I'm glad you said that. And I think he should also be, also be healed. Um, House of Truth saw Jay Lethal's best work, and that's also where he became the double champion that we always revered. Um, I don't think anything can come close to that. But the only way we'll be able to get the best out of Jay Lethal is him as a heel. The the comedy oh, fighter, the, the comedy fighter guy, Black Machismo, or as I call him, Dark Nature. Um, I, I think those characters are pieces of his past, and they they're just like seasoning. They need to be brought out only when necessary, but not on every item. Go go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, um, so I read this article a couple weeks ago. And it, it was a fan article, but I didn't know that when I started reading it. And it's it's got some <laughs> you stuff. Got from, Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's got some stuff from Vince Russo in it, and then kind of like some some fan commentary about Whoopty Wham. But it was essentially trying to recreate the third man from the NWO. <laughs> But Again? this this had this had a lot to do with like um, Bray Wyatt about how to bring Bray Wyatt in, and it was it was all over the place. It was like Bray Wyatt, uh, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like th- these things don't fit together. I mean, they could if you made it, but why? Yeah. But it was laid out like that, basically just recreating '96. For whatever reason, part of that stuck in my head. And then I see Jay Lethal, especially because we talked about, you know, we had our, our supplemental draft of Ring of Honor about, and about what to do with who and how to how to make it work. And I'm like, it dawned on me. So let me introduce you to the floor plans for the ROHWO. <laughs> Uh, I knew we were going to have this conversation. I didn't know it was going to be tonight, but I knew we were going to have this conversation. Because we got a lot of smoke coming in from one place. 
It's a lot of it's a lot of very talented, very gifted individuals who are who all share a common uh, work history. Run them down real quick, one time for the for the, for the people at home that don't realize. Shit, it's all. Uh, see Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson, uh, now Jay Lethal, uh, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, CM Punk. CM Punk, the Bucks, Cody, Kenny. <laughs> Shit, I mean, <laughs> uh, hey, Rocky Romero. Well, technically, Rocky Romero. R- Rocky, Rocky Romero is an everyman. You could, <laughs> yeah, he's been he he done been out here. He done been outside everywhere. Hey, you, the man's man gimmick right now can go on nobody but Rocky Romero. This dude, get could, <laughs> this dude, but, could, this dude could pop up on any television on any given time with a different talent and still not have a contract himself. This dude, if there was an award for utility <laughs> right now, it would be named after Rocky Romero. Go ahead. So, and and there's there's more coming, and I'm sure there's more on the list, but you get the point. So you Le- said Lethal does his best work as a heel, right? Yep. Who just turned heel on, on, on Dynamite not long ago? Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. What did both of those guys do in their past? Well, let me guess. Uh, became ROH World Champions? Ding. So, <laughs> <laughs> Brian already has his lane figured out. Anytime he mentions anything about WWE and his time in WWE, oh, it's gonna man. it's going to piss off everybody this and, dude with this with that whole when i was in wrestlemania boo! <laughs> bruh, bruh, they rained down from the rafters on that shit the mention of anything wwe related is instant heat how, so how did they you, figure how, that out you can't you, you didn't become a heel by cursing the crowd out you became a heel by making one event reference by nit's first name <laughs> knowing everybody in that crowd is still going to watch WrestleMania this year, just just, just a shit if, on. If you're it. a wrestling, if you're a wrestling fan, yeah, they're, they're gonna hate watch it. But as, if you're a wrestling fan of any type, you just can't pass up watching wrestling, bruh. <laughs> but okay, so Brian Danielson has found the trigger point. So the next logical step is because everybody's in a faction. He starts creating his own. Enter Jay Lethal. So okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you real quick. Here's the problem I have. You have two former world champions, mm-hmm. and you have main event caliber quality out of both of them. Mm-hmm. How do you put an ego to a side uh, to to the side to let one compete? over the other for the biggest prize in the game that that's how you dissolve the faction much later that's 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 usually the the catalyst in dissolving a faction with too many stars yeah i'm going to win no i'm going to win <laughs> basically right. is what it yes. is it's a pissing that, contest right it becomes a pissing contest because the crowd will make their decision and choose one or the other however who do they who, together, who do they choose it just depends on which way the wind blows. You I, saw Andy I, Kingston versus CM Punk. I think they choose yes, but I think they get Jay Lethal. Well, put a pin in that for later. Later, cool. later, later. But now, now, 
Now, if you'll let me finish assembling my buffet, because you're going to like this. Is this, okay, impromptu, <laughs> mi- impromptu mixtape, R-O-H-W-O and go. So, you've got you've got Lethal and uh, Ryan Danielson on the same page, essentially saying because, and Lethal turns because, you know, I came here looking for opportunity, and, you know, that's not what happened. And apparently I need to be a lot more serious about how I approach things and about how I air quotes respect people. So their their bond is essentially based on the fact that they're better than everybody else and being nice set them back. <laughs> I love cool. it. Cool. I love it. <laughs> so guess who else was uh, backstage at uh, Dynamite not very long ago? Them boys. Where did they used to work? <laughs> oh, uh, Ring of Honor. And your current uh, GCW World Tag Team Champions. By so, the way, you you know you know at some point either they're gonna work a couple of shots or they're gonna get a bag to be there permanently. <laughs> at this point, now I'm ready to start making T-shirts. Hey, sidebar: Are are them boys right now the uh, the end of end of career Road Warriors? Remember, let's hope, not. let's hope they don't have those type of habits. No, 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 not like that. Remember how the Road Warriors started as a tag team? They were journeymen, and they just they became tag team champions at different areas by fictitious tournaments and matches. And uh, but they came and and just wreaked, wreaked havoc anywhere they they touched down. Mm, the boys I mean, is probably the only only tag team that could legitimately legitimately do that today because they've still they've been consistent in their appearances. AOP could could pull it off, but we haven't seen them in two years. Yeah, I mean, hell, they may be doing private security and saying, "Hell, to hell with taking bumps." I'm making six figures just staring in a suit. Man, <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's 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 keep it a thigh Like when you're not wrestling for one of the big two or three companies, them checks don't quite look like they used to, and it's a lot of wear and tear on your body for not very much money. Mm-hmm. So if if you're gonna get out the game, get out the game. But um, if I if I would hear more promos, but but they they no I have I've heard enough to say this. Not so much the end of career world warriors. Think of it as the Dudley Boys when they first left ECW. Yeah, okay. Because you only knew them for being there, from being there, and that's the biggest dose of them you ever got. Take it, take them from there, and then put them in a different environment. It's kind of akin to that. Okay, but, so this this is essentially us seeing Tomohiro Ishii last week sans Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you, you, you can't tell me. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All, all of the unmitigated violence. The ch- like, you can't tell me you didn't pop like a pimple when you saw Ishii. Like, I made you a fan of Ishii. And you know what? You know what? I was upset at. I was upset at the fact that I had to sit through Orange Cassidy to get to Ishii. <laughs> I, I saw. I, look, saw I, you. <laughs> I, I wanted to. I wanted to see these chops in HD. You could have put him out there with anybody and just let him kick the shit out of him. <laughs> Preferably, you could have let him kick the shit out of Orange Cassidy. Like this whole marriage between best friends and chaos is just like, all right, cool, whatever you want to do. But. I didn't want to have to to sit through Orange Cassidy and the worst hot tag in pro wrestling history to get what I was looking for, which was somebody nearly concussed. 
<laughs> speaking of nearly on, on the brink of, of knocked out. Speaking of nearly concussed, I, let me let me hit you over the head with this one real to, real quick. Um, our our fam, uh, beloved JTG is no longer VIP World Champion. You're a winner. <laughs> You're a winner. VIP World Champion Shane Taylor. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> As, oh, as much as I hate to do this, you know, my word, my you, stars. you know, JTG is hurting. <laughs> nah, you know, you know, he already told us like he schedules his masseuse for the day after for like weeks in advance. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry about it. He, he, he'll, be he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, he, he's okay. Just walk it off. Yeah, yeah. Jay, the guy, you'll be back. Anyway, continue. I just I had to throw that out there because you're talking about concussions and Shane Taylor. <laughs> he's well, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, essentially, you get uh, you get them boys to show up, and now you got action. You should be ready to sell shirts by now. Now you know what would make the the R O H W O actually work for real. What's that? If Tony Khan went ahead and bought the access the library, um, it, that would be most interesting. I think the only reason why he won't do that is because he doesn't have an immediate home for it. I think. If that deal is on the table, it's probably tentative, and I would love it. To, I would love to know that a a contingency deal with a deposit down on it, non refundable, of course, has been put in place for uh, for launch. When it's not if at this point, I believe I personally believe it's when AEW ends up on H, uh, HBO Max. I would I would like to say yes, you're correct, but secondly, fuck all that. Because if I buy the Ring <laughs> of Honor library, I have content to negotiate with. We're in we're in an over the top streaming society now, and what is everyone clamoring for, and willing to pay top dollar for content? <laughs> Good quality content. Good quality content. So now you have a highly rated, you know, for probably TNT's highest rated thing that is in basketball. Uh, moving to TBS, so you're on. You have network situations going on, which is also a kissing cousin of HBO Max. Like you have plays at your disposal, you have you have the Dynamite catalog for as many for the years it's been in in effect. It's same uh, for at, Rampage. At, at, this, at this point, we're north of we're well north of 100 episodes of Dynamite. We're approaching about 10 to 15 episodes of Rampage. So we we don't we haven't even started talking about Dark. Or elevation, the pay per view back catalog, because I'm sure you'll be able to put some of that stuff up at, at there's, some point. There's about 14 or 15 of those at this point, or, or close to that number at this point, including All Out, which which ROH has the rights to, by the way. All the more reason to buy it. Not All and, Out. I'm and, sorry, All In. They have the rights to All In. Right. So again, proving my case. All the more reason to buy the Ring of Honor library, potentially lease the name, because they might not sell it. But they could, but lease it for the point of this angle. What? Yo, that would be. I think it would be dope if just as a tribute to them buying Ring of Honor, if they competed in the Ring of Honor or main events oh. at least, like championship matches are competed in the Ring of Honor. Handshakes, you know, like the rule and everything. I'll tell you what. We'll make it the gimmick of this faction I'm building. <laughs> Let go. Let go. So now, so now anytime you want to face Brian Danielson or Jay Lethal or them boys, you have to compete in a ring of honor. Because, <laughs> so, so all because the, the way the way AEW operates, we're too good for that. 
we're skilled craftsmen. We're not out here. Like, if, if they really take the stance that, like, you know, we're real wrestlers, we can really do this, as opposed to we don't dive off anything, it'll get over. But you got four members now, right? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Hold on. Because I, I really want you to get into the members. And I was actually, I was chomping at the bit about to tell you to do that. Let me ask you this before you get into the members. This is for this is for you diehards out here listening. What what mitigates being stretched by a Ring of Honor uh, or ROHWO member in the Ring of Honor? What mitigates getting stretched? Yep. Like what's the cause? Yep. Something. Any perceived any perceived disrespect because you're you're dealing with a bunch of former world champions, whether it be tag team or singles competitors. Ooh. So anything that anything that presents itself as less than reverence is a stretchable offense less than honorable maybe however you want to you know okay all right that said because that's a nice seed to plant give me build build this faction for me so we got we got brian danielson we got jay lethal we got jim i almost called him jimmy and jay that's fucking (laughs) (laughs) hey by the way have you have you acknowledged your tribal chief today i have but is he, um, but he's not part of the faction. No, 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 he's not in this faction. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. We don't have any Samoans just yet. We might work on it, but not right now. Ooh. Uh, um, <laughs> Mark and Jay Briscoe. So we're we're at four. And and so far we have uh, three singles former world champions and four former world champions. Actually, five if you count Jay Lethal twice. Go ahead. As, as the art, the the television champion as well. That's what I'm talking about. Go ahead. So. You start to occupy, you end up occupying them boys because they're chasing tag team titles. And on the way there, they end up running into proud and powerful. So they're they're going to be taken care of for the foreseeable future because I'm setting up to a reveal at a pay-per-view. <laughs> um, Keep going. You've got, you've got, <laughs> so we're at four members. Probably need a woman in here at some point. What is Serena Deeb doing? Chilling, apparently. Like, look in the crowd, uh, watching matches. Has she ever worked in Ring of, Ring of Honor? Um, I believe she was there with Punk. Let's do our Googles and see. <laughs> Let's see here. S-E-R-E-N-A-D-E-B. Oh, I'm waiting for the bell on this one. Yeah, it's going to be real. Let's see here. No, barely missed it. So what I'm seeing is according to Wikipedia, unfortunately, uh, what I'm seeing, I, I hate using Wikipedia for reference points. Um, NWA, of course, but her start was at Ohio Valley. Okay, so also, watch me flex it. Also, watch me flex this. Also, Shimmer and uh, Wrestling New Classic. None of which are important for this part, but watch this. <laughs> Go ahead. Brian, Brian and Jay. They do commentary a couple times on, and happen to do it during women's matches while Serena Deeb is putting in work. Putting in work. And at some point, they decide they're going to approach her. But before that, Serena Deeb cuts a promo after a match, just randomly, because no one knows she's a part of the faction yet. She cuts this promo and says, I'm always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I'm the one that gets these bums prepared to be champions. But when it's my turn, left jilted at the altar. Drop the mic, leave. 
Sadly, Brian Danielson. Go ahead, go ahead. And Jay Lethal approach her and make her the maiden of honor. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Never the bride. <laughs> so now they have adopted someone that is not of Ring of, Ring of Honor descent. So cool. At this point, they're terror they're basically terrorizing the roster, stretching people whenever they get ready. So the same way the NWO used to come in and jump everybody and spray them with spray cans and all that, <laughs> it, just, it just looks like a submission fest at the end of every every episode. They're stretching somebody. <laughs> they go off the air with somebody. I, say some, they, I, can, I can see the credit credits with the splash in the bottom of the TV with somebody being stretched. <laughs> yes, with somebody in, in, in a ridiculous submission hold. Like, <laughs> Brian is doing cattle mutilation as we go to black. <laughs> So, like, basically a group of shooters. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, them boys is busy. Serena's chasing women, right? In the in the competitive way. Yes. <laughs> so, now you have, same, back to your original two. Brian, Jay. Jay, okay. Guess who they get into it with? The, pe the people that they feel are most egregious at being dishonorable. Talk to me. And, Super click. All former ROH members. Ding, ding. You've disgraced us more than anyone because you know why we're honorable men. So you get the you get the, <laughs> the kind of shoot on that cornet stance about what the Bucks do is just uh, coordinated gymnastics. Yep. But they're down one person. So you got to find a third. Is, is this is this third person's uh, contract just expiring from uh, from the Stanford Supermax? Possibly. <laughs> you do you do have that route to go. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, there's one glaring glaring omission from individuals who who uh, compete with honor. He's already there. He's hiding in plain sight. CM Punk's your third. So does he become the uh, the de facto mouthpiece? I mean, they all can talk, but oh, you, no doubt. That is not a I'll, question. I'll even take it. I'll even take a debut in Kevin Owen, Kevin Steen, or I'll take Sami Zayn. I was not even talking about either one of them. I was, talk, I, was, I was talking about a 30-day no-compete, not a 90-day. Nah, he, 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 no, no, not, not, not quite as high profile of a third man as I would like. It'd be a good pop for the you're, pay per view. You're, you're looking for, you're looking for the ROH version of the main event mafia is what you want. I'm looking for the kill shot because <laughs> I want, I want them to be able to carry the show going forward. Like this is a dominant heel faction that's going to run rough shot. By stretching everybody. All right, so we got Brian, we got Jay, we got them boys, we got Punk, and Serena D. And we and Serena D. Been made in of honor. Who's next? That's it. Okay, that's your, okay. What what we're not gonna do is we're not gonna NWO this and kill it by adding too many members. <laughs> 
Now it's, you're gonna have people try to, you know, basically submit a resume. They might w run across a, a, an old buddy from Ring of Honor who's not quite as high on the totem pole, and you know he tries to ingratiate himself and he gets stretched for begging. <laughs> Violent an involuntary stretch, uh, stretching. <laughs> And then you end up, you basically end up turning, you know, super click face for for the time being because they're just fighting back from getting stretched. Kenny's been gone for a while, you know, because he's off on his show journey to get get uh, healthy. So when he comes back, wham, he got a decision <laughs> to make. Now, of course, he's gonna choose a super click, but you know, still, you get a little drama out of him making the decision, and now there you have it. Britt Baker joins the super click. Like you're gonna, ha this is gonna be a massive blow off, and you do it in that war game style cage. <laughs> so and that's that's my thing, man. Like you, you're gonna have to do a traditional war game style match with this ROH of Honor because you can't keep having the same people. Like there's no reason to do so that. That's, yeah, that's basically six on six. Yeah. So um, yeah, super click plus Kenny plus Britt Baker. And then uh, which member of the elite you want to do? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is where Hangman comes back. Oh, <laughs> you put him back in the elite? Yep. For this purpose. <laughs> because, again, the heels have been dominating, stretching everyone. At every chance. And that includes the champ. We stretch who we want, when we want. <laughs> And then the the, the 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 hangman comes in and gives you some cowboy shit to boot. Yo, speaking of, uh, we we made mention of this guy earlier too. Last week on Dynamite, fool got loose in the worst best way possible. Hey, throw away R R O H W O Stretchamania. <laughs> with with the WrestleMania font. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 group is called Stretchamania. The back of the shirt says, "Make sure to stretch." <laughs> Have you stretched today? <laughs> th th thank you. <laughs> there the, you go. The, see? the, the merch mean, the merch writes itself. Check check this out did, for more. Did for, you did you remember to stretch? <laughs> it's been my TED talk. <laughs> stretch in peace, <laughs> bruh. Oh my God, it's too many of them. Let me uh, let me hit you with with our with our newfound pencil pusher, uh, Eddie Kingpin from Dynamite yeah. from last week. Check this out. I'm going to catering. That was that's been our Eddie Kingston moment for the night. I mean, you know, <laughs> have, have you checked in with your Kingpin? I mean, look. All, all, of, all of these references from the top dogs about his inability to maintain focus and and behave quote unquote normal as for for a star athlete <laughs> led, led led to him doing exactly what everybody talks about tongue in cheek going to find something to eat in the most suspect part of any wrestling arena catering bruh <laughs> this is post interaction with 2.0 too. I'm going to catering. <laughs> uh, uh, it, the joke goes so many different directions at one time. It could, and then it could have been just like, hey, it's time for me to eat. Well, so, all right, let's go back to the beginning of the promo. So, the whole, the, setting the whole thing up for those who didn't watch Dynamite last week. Uh, Eddie Kingpin gets called in by uh, Skiavone, Tony Schiavone, to talk about the comments made from Brian Danielson and CM Punk post match. 
and Eddie is talking to somebody behind camera about what to do. Like, can he, he just, and all he's aggravated because he's tired of being interrupted during promos. The last thing he references before they start talking is eating. Mm-hmm. So Tony Schiavone asks a question and here comes 2.0 and Eddie just goes nuts. All he says is just one time, just one time. Can I just do a promo without being interrupted? No, sir, you cannot. <laughs> Which begs the question about him the, the whole baseball go the whole feud between he and punk for th- for this go round leading up to the pay-per-view match that we just saw and then he ends the pay-per-view with a with a a pie face to uh Daniel Garcia and saying I'm going to catering mm. the joke writes itself and sadly it's all real for him <laughs> like this there's certain things that are greatness and certain things are just trash. This was a bit of both, but Eddie did his job. <laughs> As he frequently does. Um, yeah, I, I'm entertained by just about everything I see from him, so I'm I'm really good with this. Yes, um, yes indeed. Yeah. More 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 than good. And but we should we should lock that trigger in. We're gonna use that. <laughs> I'm going to catering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to catering. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of going to catering, Uh-oh. shout out to Keith Lee, <laughs> who who was recently asked about. Um, well, he was he was propositioned by a fan, and a fan commented on on some content of his and said, "I'm so upset." And I'm paraphrasing, you know, "I'm so upset about you being released. I'm never gonna watch WWE again." To which he responded, and "I'm paraphrasing, uh, time will tell. Um, patience is the key here." So, the article's out there if you want to do your Googles and, and read exactly what was said. But as soon as I read it, I hit I hit Wood up and I was like, this comes off like somebody sent the Hey Big Head text. <laughs> like, Yo. you, you, remember, you remember when they fired Joe and, and Triple H made that Hey You Up call? <laughs> yes, I do very well. Hey, hey, don't don't make no moves. I'm on my way. Stay up, type <laughs> that type of call. Like <laughs> I, I, I I'm on my, I'm on my way. OMW. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> predictive text. OMW. Stretch that out to on my way. Um, yeah, that vibe about you know patience. Time will tell. Yada yada yada. Plus, we're at the beginning of this ninety-day no compete. But I mean, WWE does have the right to to negotiate during that ninety-day period, as we saw with Samoa Joe. And Kano says uh, has not shied away from the subject either. Tony Khan was uh, has been marked as saying, and I'm paraphrasing, not saying that he actually said these things, not quoting him. Um. He's interested in signing some of the recently released uh, WWE stars. So I guess it remains Which, to be seen. I mean, of that crowd, I mean, who are the standouts? He's, Obviously, he's a be super. He's carrying cross. He's a uh, super heavyweight. With Scarlett. Uh, yeah, with Scarlett. With, definitely with Scarlett. Like, they're a package deal. They they should have never not been a package deal. Uh, Keith Lee. Ember, Mo- Ember Moon 100% is on that list. Um, Keith Lee with Mia Yim. Yim Ember Chi. Moon. 
I will not, sir. Man, look, I, I, I just want one shot. Work one shot as Yim Chi. Matter of fact, that's how you debut. Come out dressed as as uh, Kim Chi. Jump somebody and take the mask off as me and Yim. They ain't even got to call you Yim Chi. I'll just know what you're doing. Just do that for me, and we square. I swear. Can can someone superimpose a the Wu Tang M or the Method Man M on Kim Chi's uh, mask to bring out me and Yim? And actually, she'll probably return as Jade. To be honest, to keep it all the way live with you. I mean, these are these are truths, but look, the Yim Chi thing is just an inside joke between me, you, our listeners, and me and Yim. That's just for us. <laughs> There's another inside joke that will never be played on the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused <laughs> with Hip Hop. Not <laughs> never. <laughs> Not never. And, 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 and dare I say, will probably never be played on Canceled. Whoa, we got news on more releases. All right, check this out. Eight, eight. I see eight. Uh-oh. Eight, eight. But no, don't look any further. I want to get your get your reaction. Real-time reaction? Okay. Okay, I'm not looking. Real time. I, I, I just minimize the screen. Let go. <laughs> I'm using PW Insider because that's, that's a much better source. The following names have been released. What's up, Mike Johnson? T- Tegan Knox. Didn't she? Drake Madden. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Back up. Didn't they just bring her up to a, from a feud? She ain't been on. She ain't been on the main roster very long. Oh, she's on the main roster. Okay, Drake. Maver- Drake just made it. Drake just made it to the twenty four seven title picture again. Well, he's twenty four seven looking for employment now. He's now Rockstar Spud. Go ahead. Yeah, back to being Rockstar Spud. Jackson Riker. <laughs> hold on. That's not funny. Hold, hold on. That's, don't laugh. <laughs> That, don't do that. Oh shit. That, oh, that's, shit. What you're doing is not okay. So now all of the forgotten sons have been forgotten. Wait, all all of them is Elias gone now too? Elias killed his gimmick about two months ago and nobody's well, well, that's right. I, 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 yeah, he, he's still employed. Yeah, Elias yeah. is no more though. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Plus uh, Elias was never a forgotten son. He was he just was forgotten, just, son. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you feel me? Um Shane Thorne. Wow, that what what a waste of a super heavyweight. We'll be glad to see him anywhere he lands. No, no, Shane Shane Thorne. Yeah, uh, he was part of Retribution. Retrib- yeah, Retribution. He was not a super heavyweight. Shane, uh, two sixty. Shane Thorne was not two hundred sixty pounds. You oh. think about Dio Madden? No, Dio Madden uh, and uh, your other man. Uh, what's the, what's the boy? Uh, Dominic <laughs> Diehard. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, COVID. <laughs> oh, Dominic shit, he was, dodging COVID. I just, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh man. No, no, you're right. I, I, I'm, I, I, I knew I had the right person. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the wrong, the wrong person in that body. So no, Shane Thorne. No, you're right. <laughs> Shane Thorne. Right. Bar- Short Shane Thorne is barely a heavyweight. He's a boxing heavyweight. Go ahead. You feel what I'm saying? So I skipped around on a couple of these just because the the final. The final um, names I'm going to read have more of an impact if you save them for the end. Okay. John Morrison. Not surprised. I'm really surprised that it happened uh, while Miz was gone. So now Miz comes back to nobody. I mean, 
he coming back from dancing dancing with the stars. They'll find something to do with him. Don't worry. Oh no, no, he's he's a he's a WWE literally homegrown talent. I so, feel like he's going to end up on SmackDown just for the you know the star power, but we'll see. I mean, why why would you put all of your time? Which I don't understand why they did it anyway this year on uh, on Raw. He had no business being back on Raw. If you put him on SmackDown, you automatically get him on Raw because you get him on uh, Miz and Misses. Go ahead. Uh, you want me to ruin <laughs> ruin the rest of this reveal because this is the last the last group. Go ahead. The last one. Come on. All of Hit Row. Get the fuck out of here. All three. Bruh. Bruh. They last. Bruh. Are you. What? (laughs) So the original source I saw it from got all the names right. But again, like I said, I don't fuck with that source. So I was going to go somewhere else. And yeah, that's it. That's the eight. That's the great eight has been dropped. Bleacher Oof. Report is also reporting the same thing. Wow. Out of there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I, this, I don't think I've ever been left completely speechless. And All I, of Hit Row. Do you hear me? <laughs> All of them. Wow! And, and now, and now, with all this unnecessary beefing, you know who ain't gonna end up in in, in AEW. You know who ain't gonna end up. You know who ain't gonna end up. <laughs> Say <laughs> who? Top dollar. <laughs> hit dogs holler when they hit by top, top dollar. dollar. Oh so, man! So we we can put him on either the MLW train or um. No, actually, maybe he can retain his TV role and just host another season of uh, Most Hidden. Uh, Mo- was it Most Hidden Treasures or whatever the hell it is? Yeah, that that's the hidden thing. Hidden treasures, not most hidden, but hidden treasures. Maybe he can keep that TV gig and be, just be a TV personality. But yeah, you probably won't be in Jacksonville. Boy, that's bro. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> that is rough. Like. Hit Row got all of it, like a handful of appearances. First of on all, SmackDown. first of all, B Fab left, and she was a pivotal part of the debut. You then they built, just said, "Fuck it, scrap the whole thing." That's crap. Can not can even, a scrap can a scrapple? <laughs> I wonder if they got. I wonder if, if they in Philadelphia. <laughs> Wonder if they got scrapple up there. Scrapple. <laughs> they just call their scrapple orders in and have them have them shift over. But uh, yeah, and here's here's why it's just ridiculous. Like now, of course, as everyone knows, I have announced it. I have stopped watching NXT. I stopped watching NXT back before Halloween. I didn't even see Halloween happen. NXT strike is what you said. Yeah, I'm on NXT strike. <laughs> What up, Al Bundy? <laughs> it's Steve. <laughs> Catch me at the nudie bar watching something else. But um, reading jugs. <laughs> oh, what's the other one? Biggins. Biggins. <laughs> oh my God! Big, Married with children could not exist in 2021. Oh, and, and that's a that's whole episode of canceled right there. Just talking about right that. by oh, itself. Man. By itself. <laughs> But um, Grand, <laughs> wait, Grand Grand Bastard G? <laughs> no, not Rap Grand Bastard Sleaze? <laughs> no, no, 
<laughs> no, that's not that's not how baseball go. It's fat, not fat master cheese. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, uh, you gotta understand, boy. You gotta understand. Oh, you <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna opt out. But for what they're doing in, in NXT right now with the bigger, brighter colors and they're trying to get people acclimated and they want they want a I don't I, maybe a kid friendlier presentation for Tuesday nights. Like Hit Row would have been perfect to run rough shot over that show. They like they they, w- they literally would have been perfect for the demographic they seem to be targeting right now. They fit everything about they, WWE. They do, but like let's be real. Like it's one thing to to turn them loose on NXT when you need people that actually know what they're doing. Then it's another thing to have them on the main roster where you do have people who know what they're doing, but the people writing for those people who know what they're doing don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a different vibe. Completely. Like the here's something I also realized. Cause one you remember we had that conversation where I finally came to the realization that that WWE ran itself like a record label. Yep. And they're starting to do a lot of things that that kind of coincide with the NFL, the NFL as far as how they handle contracts and cutting people and all that other type of stuff. And they got rid of the rappers to boot. <laughs> their, their top their, their top rap signees they got rid of. Yeah, we we signed you. You dropped you dropped a single. It bricked, and we we just cut you loose. Oh, we did a regional release and a test pattern on a single. They didn't like it, so we cut you. Or we didn't understand. We didn't understand the assignment. Mm, mm, uh, mm. but <laughs> there's got to be more. They, there's got to be more. That there, there absolutely oh. has to be more. I don't know what to tell you, bro. But but I came to the realization that the um, the best acts in WWE, like the best gimmicks, the, the ones that you care about the most, are essentially self-contained. And what I mean by that is New Day, they, they've admitted and said it on their podcast. Shout out to their podcast, Feel the Power. They write their own material. They'll kick a writer out the room. That's right on. That's good to go. Now, you can't even come in here and pitch nothing. We got this. So had had things worked out why I ended up up there, I wouldn't have got kicked out of the room. I'd just been like, hey, I just want to sit in here and soak the game up. And then I'll wait, I'll kind of contribute something if I, if necessary, but I'm just here to, you know, kind of hear the process. Um Tribal Chief. Everything about that is self-contained between them and Roman and Paul. That said, Brock Lesnar. See? Anything Heyman touches is self-contained. You can tell he's writing his own material. <laughs> he's calling the plays. He's the Andy Reid over here. And here's what's crazy is that like Roman now has creative freedom, but Brock Lesnar ain't never wrote shit. And I, I dare you to hand Brock Lesnar a script and, and see what happens. That look that you got from him at WrestleMania when he kicked out and, and, and stood up a la The Undertaker? Or when Undertaker stood up and then Brock laughed at him? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. He's going to laugh at you. <laughs> Hand him a script if he wants to. He's going to laugh at you and probably eat the paper. And he's, he's been eating trees if you look at his teeth lately. Go ahead, though. Uh, who else? So, truth be told, Miz, Miz is self-contained. Yeah, Miz, Miz has enough freedom to be self-contained. He's gotten himself over and hot more times than I can count. So, yeah, free reign. Um, even though... The, the Hurt Business had a pause and like what seems like a stalled restart. 
MVP self-contained. Self-contained. Like Bobby Lashley, MVP self-contained. Those two specifically, Shelton Benjamin should be, but he's not. And uh Cedric Alexander does not need to be. They gotta get back real with this hurt business. Like really like put the foot back to the gas on that. Like that'll help you. But don't keep just like on again, off again, like they cool, but they not. Or, you know, you still treating Sheldon and, and Cedric like job guys, but can't nobody put a finger on Lashley. Like, no, it needs to be a unified front. They all need to be kicking people's asses like they were doing before. And that's pretty much it for those who are self-contained. Everything else, <sighs> open season. Like, you, you, like, even Seth is doing an interpretation of what he thinks they might want. Cause he was, I've heard him explain. You saw Stone Cold Sessions. You hear him explain. He's kind of just figuring it out on the fly. Yeah, he, whatever. Like he he wants to be Cena so bad that he'll take anything they give him. Whereas Cena said yes to everything. I was gonna say I was like mm, I wasn't drawing a comparison, but now when you said that, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wants to, he wants to be that guy. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't actually want to be Cena. He just wants to be that. He guy wants to be like that Cena. guy. Yeah. Um, self-contained, self-contained. Don't know. That's about don't overthink it. I say that's that's all that, that's all that you need right there. I mean, in NXT you had that. You don't even have that anymore in NXT. Joe was that. Joe was the motherfucker. So was Adam Cole. Champa probably got yeah. Champa. Uh, I mean, the the do. only only because we saw the the clip of him get break giving Breaker Steiner math. Um, not nah, even before that. Like Champa always been been legit and he's like he's golden. lived his gimmick way better than anybody else i've seen for a very long time that hasn't already been fired or has a lawsuit currently pending goldie is too corny for the the people who were in the back prior to vince and johnny going to, uh, to orlando for it to have been one of them and he actually got it over because he he put emotion emotion into goldie you thought he was insane <laughs> Like I mean, let's keep it. Let's keep it real. Like as much as Randy Orton's theme music said, "I hear voices." For a long stretch, when Champa turned heel, he acted like he really did hear voices. This is a fact. Self-contained. No, who writes that? <laughs> you can't. You can't. That's just something that happens organically. That's farm to table. That's the spirit of this show. Oh man! But yeah, everything else ends up being garbage. But Hit Row would have been one of those things that like it has to be self-contained because y'all can't write rap. Y'all, I've seen you try. Like you can't write, <laughs> you can't write rap or hip hop content. That's not your lane. Anybody that's effectively ever pulled off rap or hip hop content had their own pen in their hand. Bruh. Cena, New Day, Usos, period. Oh wow. And, we uh, out here setting people free. This is we. And on that note, we can go ahead and just uh, get ready to enjoy this meal and watch the Blue Star Gang beat up on the Las Vegas Raiders tomorrow. And uh, suave, yo, happy Thanksgiving. Take us to the house. Pencil pushers, heads up. Pencils and forks down. <laughs> Fat asses. <laughs> don't don't be that. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I'm, Certainly don't be that guy. Hey, you want, nobody like nobody likes that guy. Let me give you my impression of me. Oh shit! Of eight minutes at eight minutes and thirty seven seconds left in the first quarter of the Cowboys game. You ready? 
boy go sleep <laughs> clean through the third quarter. That is that. Ah, I'm looking forward to it. Ah. He gonna he go, he go wake up as 42 to 10. You don't know how he got there. He got 56 uh, notifications because the game three is popping. Hey, and anybody who don't like it, your mama. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week, man. <laughs> <laughs>